Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Season Gaming Big Cast, episode 173 on this lovely Sunday morning. And I am your host, Ainsley Bowden, Porsche Power, joined as usual by my cast of characters, Mr. Eight himself. We bumped you up this week, Miss Dan. Yeah. How you doing, brother? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling like an eight. Uh, <laughs> I'm really feeling like a three right now, but I'm going with eight. I'm doing good. <laughs> Glad to be here again. <laughs> all right <laughs> hey everybody <laughs> joined as always by mr ty guy travis himself good morning sir mcclunky and dan you will always be a 10 to me yeah. well, thanks <laughs> yeah uh -huh. joining us for the first time uh host of his own channel video games hd as well as a panel member on xbox factor and xbox ultimate podcast you know him well mr three bit what's happening sir Hey guys, I just been uh, playing the Infinite beta with everybody else. <laughs> you know, it's yes. been a blast this week. Uh, other than being a panelist, uh, first off, great to be on the show with you guys. I watch it sometimes, and you guys are uh, amazing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm an animator in the industry. I I do different projects with uh, different companies, um, and other than that, I'm just game. I'm just a gamer. You know, I love Halo, and it's one of the reasons why I'm even an animator in the first place. So excited to talk about it, and awesome. um, uh, yeah, it's good to be here. Awesome, yeah. Actually, you and I—I uh, I mean, I had seen you around the community, but I hadn't uh, actually run into you until we played Halo in that tournament with Gaming Beyond the Box. <laughs> <My> so, <butt. laughs> no, no, that was yeah. less me, more my team. Um, but uh, yeah, that was really fun, and um, yeah. That was yeah a fun it's, it's been fun uh, getting some Halo in. We got to play some more because, yeah, you are a formidable Halo player, I will say. So, yes, yes, thank you. It's awesome. <laughs> Although you don't give yourself enough credit in other games because you told us the other night that the only game you can play is Halo. And I don't think that's necessarily true. <laughs> oh, ass lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get wrecked in like Mario Golf and uh, maybe some other first person shooters where I can like take my Halo ness to, to that game. But yeah. I don't know. Oh, Smash Bros. I'm not, not too bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to talk a little bit about Nickelodeon Brawl here uh, a little, Ooh, little later. Oh, good. The, the bit major competitor with Smash Bros. It, it is. It is. I think so it's going to take it over. For sure. it, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. And well, yeah, I, I mean, wait. that's that's kind of insulting Nickelodeon Brawl, but, you know, we'll let Smash Bros. Right. <laughs> anyway good morning everyone um so today we've got uh we're gonna be talking a little bit about playstation first party and their expansion um we're gonna be talking about halo obviously the big team battle flight a bunch of rumors uh credible rumors shockingly about metal gear silent hill twisted metal all returning which uh castlevania all returning which is impressive we'll talk about that we got battlefield open beta coming next week as well um, and a few other things. But first, before we do that, let's uh, let's touch on some of the things we've been playing, of course. Um, who wants to start us off? Dan, you you back in Death Stranding? Is that what I'm reading? Yeah. How's that going? Yeah. It's gross. It's, it's fine. You, know? <laughs> you say gross? Yeah, the game is very boring. <laughs> it's, it, it is what you make of it. The problem that is that is a very polite way of saying it. Yeah, that's, that's not, I, love, I love the game. It's like because... saying you make your own fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like what, what he did it and what he tried to do is, 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 <laughs> is make this game, you know, the social connection game. And I think it was fine until, you know, I haven't played it for a long time. So with, when the when the remake or director's cut or whatever it was came out, 
I, I jumped in there and I'm noticing it's really kind of becoming very Twitterish, where you, you've got <laughs> these 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 uh like bridges and uh, uh, roads, anything you build, any kind of structure, and like and, and and you you build these things and you get these likes, and that affects your courier rating at the at the end of the day. Well, I built this very extensive slingshot uh, system, basically that you can run around the whole map. You don't have to worry about hardly anything, and you just zip. You can just make deliveries, no problem, super fast, easy peasy. Um, I got zero likes on any of those structures. <laughs> um, yet there is this like fifty-yard bridge that basically goes over a small puddle the size of a basketball. Ten thousand likes. You know, I'm like, what in the hell am I doing wrong? I I don't understand how the game. Death stranding. Yeah, I mean, I have no idea how it just like how my structure is going to other people's structure or other other people's games or why this guy has ten thousand likes on a bridge that goes nowhere in the middle of nothing. You know, it it doesn't make any sense, and it just it's frustrating because only because it affects you know your your progression a little bit. Now you can ignore it and just keep going, which is what I inevitably did, and. It's just, I don't know what's happening, but I, I compare it to, you know, like, you know, you get on Twitter, you see the people that are, you know, very flamboyant and, and screaming from the Raptors about their, their chosen console. Everybody loves that stuff. You know, you have a measured take that's, you know, thought out and, you know, well-informed and people are like, eh, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, so that's basically what it's become, but it's, it's, they did a good job. A lot of the DLC is cool. Um, they, they, I forgot they had the, the cyberpunk stuff that kind of crossed over, which was cool. They have the motorcycle. You can get like bees, uh, face markings and stuff like that. Uh, some stuff from Half-Life 2 or Half-Life, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it is, it was 10 bucks. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll give so it a shot. I was going to ask, you're playing on the PS5 upgraded yeah, one, right? Yeah, I'm playing, okay. yeah, the upgraded version. How's that, it looks, uh, how's it, it run? It, yeah, it runs fine. I have no problem with it. It runs 60 FPS. Uh, that's all I need. So it's it looks much better than the uh, the original, but also the original looked really really good. So yeah, um, it, it's it's great. Um, other than that, I've been playing basically Lost Judgment, which is my game of the decade. Um, I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> if anything's gonna. I'm like five chapters in. More than Yakuza, you know, like a dragon. It, it's it's so. Last week I said it's like the Yakuza's game I've Yakuza game I've ever played. It is <laughs> gone beyond that. <laughs> to this different level i don't even know like I, I think some people that play it will be like this is really really jarring because you go from very very serious tones sometimes to mm. you know now i'm in a dance-off you know with you know, <laughs> trying to teach these you know high schoolers how to dance my you know <laughs> kung fu style and it's just it's just all over the place but i love that so and there's there's tons of stuff to do i'm i probably got 20 to 30 hours in it and i'm on chapter four maybe and it's i think there's 13 chapters so i'm there's so much to do and it's all wow. pointless sometimes but it's fun dan we um, call that going full oh, saints row yeah well i mean it's yeah. i don't know if it's that <laughs> crazy i mean that well it's just it's just a different culture and you start seeing like what they put in it like they they they, they poke fun at tons of stuff they actually bring up some different uh, topics in the gaming community like crunch you know there's a whole side mission about crunch I, kojima is basically in the game but they don't call him kojima he just sits at a computer he's got little you know circular glasses 
exact same hair. Mm-hmm. Looks exactly like Kojima. He's typing something on, you know, he's programming a game saying that he's a genius. You know, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's, it's 100% him. And it, it's Is that it's why cool you start playing Death Stranding again? <laughs> no, I started that actually just to see the upgrades, really. And I just kind of got stuck and lost in it again. Um, but it's it's fantastic. I mean, I, I, I don't know when I'm going to finish it. I may never finish it. It's insane how good it is. So not what I was expecting, to be honest with you. Nice. I thought it was just gonna be like, yeah. Yeah. but it's that's cool. Really fun. Now, have you have you played the other uh, like Yakuza games? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I played them all. Yeah, I, I played all of them. I loved Like a Dragon, um, but I think Judgment is like Like a Dragon was crazy at times. You guys, you know, whoever played it, yeah, it, it, it's it was definitely crazy. This one kind of takes it to another level. I mean, it keeps the old Yakuza gameplay style, the beat up you know, fighting and stuff. So if you really weren't into those games, the older Yakuza games, you're probably not going to like this. But the characters are really w- well done. Um, at first, you know, I played through Judgment originally. I, I, you know, I liked it. It was really good. But, you know, I didn't know if I could connect to those characters the same way you connected to, like, you know, Majima and... Mm-hmm. And Kiru and, and you know it's just I 100 have now, so I'm pretty invested. But it's a, it's a little bit it's a little bit different. I mean, it's a lot different than like a dragon. So you won't necessarily like it, you know, if you play if you play that and you love that game, which a lot of people have, which you know, is great. But it, it actually takes place in the same city, partly in the, as like a dragon. So that was kind of cool. I love those kind of oh. callbacks. That and Kamaruchu. So it's. You, you feel right at home if you've played a lot of these Yakuza games in the past. Is it technically in the same universe, would you I, say? Or I think so, you know, because, I mean, you can go to places in uh, whatever, I can't remember, the Ichiro or Ichi something. Um, <laughs> Ichi I can't remember what the, the town is, but it, whatever the town is in Like a Dragon, you can go there and you will see some of the same characters from Like a Dragon you know in the in in the game so yeah i'm assuming it's the same place same you know. i thought they said they were in the same universe when yeah they, maybe, they yeah, split they, the uh you know the turn base versus the real time right i mean maybe does it uh, have an english dub the last year 100 yep don't play with it because yeah come on no one does that but um, no that's stupid yeah i think i did it. you guys are being ridiculous <laughs> i did it for like one minute and i was like gosh what is this, this yeah is doesn't so feel bad. right yeah no, i mean I can't play the ones without an English dub. It does have an know. English dub. I know. I think that's. The, I think that out of the box. You guys are so hipster pulse. and elitist. I think you're just racist. <laughs> that's the problem. That How about I they just have don't to speak, speak English, or I won't play it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak Japanese. I don't. That's understand. why you can have subtitles. You know, there's this so, thing yeah. called subtitles. Have you guys if ever? I wanted ever, to read uh, subtitles. I'd buy a book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need subtitles in real life because sometimes I don't know what <laughs> people are saying. Um, have you guys ever watched any like Korean drama shows or no, any of that? Okay. Well, they do that tone shift a lot in, in like Korean dramas where it Mm. starts off. Maybe it's like a a romantic show. Usually there's a love triangle in there somewhere. Um, and what they do is they completely tone shift to like someone dies. Uh, there's like a murder (laughs) mystery thing. I don't know. Um, they just oh. break genres. It's like yeah, they just completely yeah, change sure. the genre. And there's like it when when they switch it, it's like a huge switch. Like huge. Uh, it would be like, like a lighthearted show. 
yeah <laughs> that parasite like just becomes a separate type of movie like halfway through you're like well i did not think this was going to be what yeah. this movie was about <laughs> love it though love yeah, it. They, 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 they've done that in the past i think with a lot of the yakuza games were but it was never as jarring i think as as some of these in here because this is deals with very very i mean deep issues and then you know the next thing you know you're you know, searching for a time capsule that some kids buried back in, you know, 1992 or whatever, you know, it's just, it's just really, you know, and, and that's not even like the most jarring. I don't even want to go into some of the stuff. <laughs> it's just, it's that weird. And I, it makes me feel weird. And uh, so that's a mark of a good game. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Travis, uh, Luke agrees with you. So you, you just made our point. Like he helped yeah. make our point. So you know what? Did. All of you, all of you elitists talking about these dubs. <laughs> I, I can't handle it. I'm just like, what possible benefit could you have by not understanding what they're saying? What possible you get? I can read subs. Okay. Well, you could also not read subs. So like, what? You don't appreciate the, the culture. It's fine. It's fine. Oh my God. Well, it's, 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 if I didn't appreciate the culture, I just wouldn't buy their game i would just be like like you so you're a dub you're a dub no you you buy yeah, it on I the am. condition I, I, that I, they speak think, english for you i think people who White watch boy. dubs i think people who watch dubs <laughs> get dunked on by people who read subtitles for no reason other than just them feeling like it's superior it's like it's such a it's it is. bs it is yeah why is it superior no we one has ever covered been able this. to tell okay me. so with, tell me one with reason with do you speak and... Japanese? Do you understand anything they're saying? No, that's why I have subtitles. Uh, I know a little bit Chinese, but other <laughs> if, you, okay. if you if you if you understood Japanese, I would yes. get it because then you're probably getting something out of it because they're you know imitating and they're doing like different you know inflections. I I get that, but if you don't, all you're getting out of it is that you get to say to people who do English dubs that you're better than them. That's the only. <laughs> advantage and you just gave us the advantage, advantage so there yeah, yeah. you asked yeah. for okay, one well, there it is cool. well, that you was one yeah there you go better than somebody i'm 100 percent fine with that <laughs> no problem Three, you were trying just, to say just, something travis yeah. is i mean on yeah already. sorry i mean with with <laughs> all right with dubs uh the advantages i can if i'm like working or uh and doing something on the side then i can hear what they're saying right and and i can work and also here in the background which i like to do i like to watch movies and animate at the same time sure if it's a sub usually the voice acting to me even though i don't know what they're saying that's the thing people is say better. this to me all the time they say the but voice it's, acting it's, is better it's in japanese thing. and i'm like is it though because you're not getting any of the and context. the lip sync like usually the... doesn't line up either unless they specifically design it to do so which like, they do, like they do in the Yakuza. Because ja Japanese voice actors, you've played Yakuza probably. Yeah, I, I have. They, I they just Yakuza. go all out um, sometimes with like their Japanese inflections. So the way they scream even, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then it's like American voice actors don't always want to go there. Um, they'll just be like, ah, you know? <laughs> so I, I just, I just I that's mean, literally like, it for me. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just I, like I, I guess if, if you're watching Dragon Ball Z and it's like 90% screaming, fine. I'll <laughs> give it to you. It's not in Yakuza, though. It's just not. And it's not in most of these. It's fine. These you're outnumbered. Yeah. You lost. Move on. Being outnumbered does not mean I lost. <laughs> you still yeah. lost. It's fair. You guys are all a bunch fine. of Nazis, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the only No, we're, we're the like, ones who appreciate the Japanese language. You're saying they have to speak English for you. All I'm saying is being in the majority... <laughs> 
It doesn't make you right. <laughs> Historically speaking, it makes you wrong, actually, if you look back at the history. He's taking the Leonidas approach. I will, yeah, I will I will stand alone. And just like that, Leonidas tyranny. died. So yep. well, here we are. Um, <laughs> but he was right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, um, good morning, everyone. Good to see you, Mav Lady. Um, Luke, not so much, but anyway. Um, what have you guys been playing? Three bit anything good? We'll we'll touch on Halo more here shortly, but anything else? Um, I've been trying to get back into uh Final Fantasy 15. Okay. Um, I've been going back and trying to finish that. That game really reminds me of uh, The Witcher in terms of you needing, like, it has, like, a learning curve sort sort of to it, at least with the, the combat. Um, so I, I basically start the game over. Like, The Witcher 3, I probably restarted, like, four or five times just wow. because I would uh, get really close to the end of the game, take, like, a three-month break, and then just get wrecked because I could, forgot how to play it. Yeah. Um, so I'm restarting Final Fantasy 15. It's like the first Final Fantasy game I've played, and some people chastise that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because wow. I've never never played another one, so I don't know. Like people uh, bring up all these different Final Fantasies that they yeah. love and and that they hold dear to them, but that's sure. literally the only one um, I played a little bit of uh, Seven, the new the remake. One, the yeah. Remake. Um, and I I like that one as well, but um. Yeah, just replaying that, um, and of course Halo. Which one are you playing? Um, Final Fantasy 15. 15. 15. Yeah, we're on the road trip. Um, I'm enjoying it. I I I think um, a lot of people did hate that game, though. I I I don't. (laughs) I wonder um, if they hate it because they played the other installments, or if they haven't. Because I have a whole different perspective. Well, they also fixed a bunch of stuff, so you're playing a different version of the game. Basically, yeah, 60, yeah. 60 frames now uh, playing on the Yeah, and X. they took out like chapters that were really bad, like near the end of the game. There's lots of complaints, and I think they just removed those parts or they like shortened it. So, oh, really? Okay, They're, yeah, that's very different. Yeah. Mm. It's, I think it's, the problem you have too is if you know, I, I know you're younger three bit, and if you didn't yeah. grow up with the old Final Fantasies, like and actually play them in their era, right? They're, they're, you don't appreciate them the same way today. Like, There's no way, I don't think, most people, I would say it's fair. You're not going to sit down and play Final Fantasy III and love it the same way that people like myself who played it when it was new did. You know, It's just it's a yeah. very different, different type of game today than it was 20 years ago. Counterpoint, mm-hmm. I also played the Final Fantasy games when they were new, and most of them were bad, so... <laughs> I'm, about middle, I'm about middle with you they're not they're not like way Most up here for bad. me but they're you know um, there's a couple like if you are... if you if you counted out all the final fantasy games and you yeah. just told me which ones are bad and which ones are good the bad would have it would it <laughs> not like i don't know i'll, I'll kind of partially like agree the, with you if we're I'm counting kind of also like the non-main title ones like the spin-offs yeah and yeah, yeah the, there's like, a lot I, there's, a, There's lot a lot of bad Final Fantasy out yeah, there, is yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I, I technically did play at Blockbuster Final Fantasy Ten Two. Ten <laughs> <At> Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, it was at Blockbuster. It had like uh gameplay displays. Nice. Um, yeah. Nice. And I still have they have uh they had like 360 posters. You know how they have the different sections or like GameStop. Yeah. Before they closed, they actually gave me uh their huge display 360 poster. Nice. Um I love it. But yeah, I, I did play 10-2 for a little bit. I think people also hated that one. <laughs> so, I don't know. 
<laughs> what Final Fantasy games are besides seven are like universally loved? Because it seems like people are like, oh, I love Final <laughs> Fantasy. See, I'm but... I'm one of the rare people that doesn't really care for seven. Okay. You don't Which care. Rare. They're, they're, I don't think any of them are universally loved. They're all super divisive. Like every Final Fantasy game, like <laughs> yeah. people who are super Final Fantasy stands say they love six, but like mm -hmm. a lot of people don't. Ten is like people who like <coughs> it, I guess, just really liked the PS2, and the people who don't like it have seen <laughs> the characters in that game. It's like each one uh, has their own fan base. It feels yeah, they just yeah, they just very all much are like so. self-contained. Some of them are loved, some of them are hated, and but none of them are universally loved or universally <laughs> hated to their credit. I, maybe I maybe the right. MMO fourteen. No, fourteen I mean, seems to be generating yeah, a lot of positivity to, yeah. lately. Yeah. fourteen. Sure. Fourteen is probably one of the more loved, but like. <laughs> A lot of people don't like that game because it's four and four and six are always my favorites, but I'm old, so you know, uh, you 16 are bit, old 16 bit yeah. era. Uh, Final Fantasy Nine, I really enjoyed too because it was a throwback to the classic ones as well. Wow, you're mm -hmm. just an, an old man screaming at the clouds. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm screaming into this mic, man. Yeah, that's right. I know. I, know. I, don't, I don't know. Final Fantasy six or three, whatever you want to say in the American side, is. I'd say that's arguably one of the most beloved out of all of them. That's up there with seven's probably the highest out of all of them, but I'd say six is right behind it. Hmm. If you if you ask your general kind of fan of fantasy population. So in what anyway. ways did they uh, change the genre <clears throat> of Final Fantasy? Because you said like when you first played it, it it changed the turn based genre. Like in in what ways though? Because there are um, there are other turn based games around that time, right? Um, yeah, they were they were all turn based. Um, but I guess that was like the classics. Uh, where I think where where seven went wrong for me was they went kind of like um, futuristic steampunkish, where the old Final Fantasies were much more kind of fantasy Final Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? They were wizards and mages and stuff, and that just turned me off of it. It's still a great game, but um, seven they also had wizards and mages and magic. Yeah, it's different though. Yeah, the coolest thing about seven was when they introduced summons because that was like revolutionary at the time. We can talk about Final Fantasy for a while. There's a lot of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Tactics. Matt brings up Final Fantasy Tactics, which is... Final Fantasy too. Tactics is dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Travis, what you been up to, man? Anything good? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, a lot of Halo. Destiny as usual. Um, I'm still trying to get through Death Loop, And another game I'm not allowed to talk about that I'm doing a preview for for IGN. And okay. then... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep it busy, but I guess this weekend the major thing is Halo, uh, which we'll talk about later. But uh, yeah, yeah, just I'm trying to catch up on games, man. That's my main goal. It's not very compelling uh, show talk, but like I'm super behind on Deathloop, uh, Psychonauts 2, yada yada, like you name it. I I didn't I need to play it, so um, I, I I'm trying to get get that done. So I had a I had a buddy the other day, Sarko, if he's listening to this, ask, he said, what's going on with the next season of The Lost? And I said, I have no idea, but Travis may have some info on that. So what's going yeah. on with the next season of The Lost? The next season of The Lost. I don't know what that sentence means. So season okay. of The Lost is a season in Destiny. Yes. The next season of Destiny is going to be Witch Queen, which is the main uh, expansion. It's happening in February. Right. And it's going to be like they're huge, you know, they have a, a huge release like every year to 18 months. And that's going to be the big one. But um, Season of the Lost is running from now until that comes out. Um, and in between then and now we have more story beats. And then this December we have a uh, 30th anniversary of Bungie <laughs> existing event in Destiny where they're actually pulling in a bunch of 
uh, references to their old games. Even even Halo, there's some needler armor that you can get. Yeah. Um, and there were there were rumors that you were, the the Halo Magnum was actually going to be an exotic weapon, but I think I think that deal fell through. Um, for now, it might be added later, but they have like references to a bunch of their uh, old games uh, that they're going to put into uh, the game. That, that that's going to be really awesome. That's happening in December. So, um, to answer your question, there's plenty more season to loss. There's the 30th anniversary event in December, which sounds like it's going to be crazy. Uh, just a ton of like old references to old destiny memes and uh, old, old bungee games. Uh, and then, uh, and then the big expansion comes in February, which is going to yeah. be bonkers. So the CE Magnum in, in destiny would be awesome. Um, I, th- I still think it could happen. Cool. Apparently the, so I have a, I have a journalistic source here, apparently <laughs> just cause I know people at bungee uh, that said that there were real talks of putting like more stuff in halo uh, talks with Microsoft and 343 uh, and they just couldn't get it in time like it wasn't a no it was just a, a matter of getting it before December when okay. the 30th anniversary happened so it, it could happen in the future I think well I mean like Phil Spencer himself is like a massive Destiny fan and, ha- yeah, and he's player so, on. Damn know, Destiny, dude. so he's yeah. like he's like a diehard for sure yeah. so, so I mean it, you don't really need any further approval you know than his word so um well, cool, guys. Um, so I, I think I'm allowed to say, and I think I broke, I said it too early on social media the other day, apparently, that I'm playing Far Cry 6 um, and uh, looking forward to that. I think you can start teasing it today. Previews land uh, tomorrow, I believe, and then reviews are kind of middle of the week. Um, so I can't really say too much. All I can say is that you're playing it and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So uh, more to What's come. What's the review that. score? Yeah. <laughs> so more to come on that <clears throat> very soon. But um, yeah, enjoying it. Um, yeah. So I've been putting a lot of time into that because it's, it's a big game. Um, so just try to get the, get that done for the review is tough. So literally my week has been that um, and now Halo, of course. So are you allowed to say that you're enjoying it? Who knows? I don't know. I, I don't know how that could be a bad thing, right? Yeah, I know, but you're I know. giving it, you're giving impressions, critical, critical impressions. No, you, I think you could tease that starting today, uh, like yeah. high level impressions. So, anyway, it's one of those embargoes with tears. It's really weird. Love yeah, that. there's like, yeah. yeah, there's multiple pages of when you can do certain things, and yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, all right, let's move on. Um, let's let's talk PlayStation for a little bit uh, before we get to Halo because uh, the kind of biggest news. Just kidding. I was Let's like, talk about what? PlayStation. All right, the, guys, I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> the, um, you know, the biggest news this week was uh, PlayStation making some further acquisitions. Obviously, Blue Point was the big one, which has been rumored and kind of known or speculated on for a long time. Hell, they had a they had a graphic leak like months ago that this was occurring um, that one of their artists put out. But <clears throat> so they formally announced that they've acquired Blue Point Studios, and um, they haven't specifically said details of what they're working on, but it's supposedly two projects. One is a new IP and one is a remake, though it's not the remake uh, that has been rumored, apparently, which is like Metal Gear and Silent Hill. That's It's neither of those. So we'll see what that is. Um, but this is a big acquisition for PlayStation. I mean, I think we all appreciate what Bluepoint does and their remakes are absolutely incredible. So we'll see what they do, especially from what a new... What else have uh, they remade? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus, uh, Demon Souls... And they've worked on, I didn't put it in the notes, they've worked on a few other things as well in terms of remakes, um, like collaborated with other studios. So Interesting. Yeah. I, ta- I hadn't really heard of them until Demon Souls, to be honest with you. So when this acquisition happened, I was kind of like, 
Okay. Like, I, I <laughs> just Demon Souls was good. I, I don't know what else they've worked on, but uh, uh, the there, Uncharted collection. Oh, the Uncharted collection as well. Yeah, that's one Uncharted of them. Uncharted collection. <clears throat> yeah. So it sounds like they're going to be a remake studio. Well, like, it sounds like they already are. They they have been. Yeah. Supposedly they have a new IP in the works now. That can mean a million things, right? Is I it mean, a new could... IP? It's they said original content, but that doesn't mean new IP to me. If that's I feel fair. like they would have said new IP. That's fair. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, they haven't definitively told us what they're doing. So yeah. I guess we'll see. Um but regardless, it's still um, you know, it's still a big kind of addition to PlayStation. And then Fire Sprite Studio, which is a uh, a studio out of Manchester that they acquired, PlayStation acquired several weeks ago now. They acquired another smaller studio called Fabric Games, um, and they are now a 265 person studio, according to the press release. So that's, that's a pretty it's a pretty meaty studio. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a good size. So that's uh between these two. That's, you know, I, I don't know how big Bluepoint is. I want to say 1 to 150. So regardless, you know, you're in the 400 plus developer range that PlayStation First Party just added, which is significant. So, um, yeah, it's good for him. I hate to agree with Moriarty before your debate next week, but uh... it's not a debate. Let's let's shut that down right now. <laughs> All right. Before your before your yeah. cat fight. Uh, sorry. Um, I, uh, but, but I, I, I honestly think PlayStation does acquisitions. Like they're, they set the standard for this stuff. They build relationships, kind of like dive into it. And then they, they buy it when it, when the time's right. I think that's, uh, admirable. I think these acquisitions make sense from what I know. I mean, I don't really know a lot about either of these studios and I, I'm not excited at all by blue point because I hate remakes, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I I, uh, I I think they 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 do a really good job with with who they choose to work with and how they build those relationships and then <clears throat> official. Uh, I think the my problem with that is a lot of people think that PlayStation builds relationships and Microsoft doesn't. They just buy them, be, and then they just have money um, out of the gate, and and um, they don't have any relationship with them. But they just you know they have the money to do it. Um, but that's not really true when you look at with uh, Bethesda and, and what they have done um, with each other and, and uh, how with Oblivion, they literally, um, because of Oblivion, they decided to put more uh, resources into the 360 just because they needed it for that game. And they're like, okay, uh, let me look at what we can do. Um, yeah, I mean, with Microsoft, I, mean, you, you, and, I, I agree. I agree with the example you use, but that's the. I also agree with like Ninja Theory. I think they that was like a studio that they'd worked with on a ton of stuff before, and it, it made sense. But yeah. there are just as many bad examples with Microsoft. Where like For sure. the re relationship probably wasn't there. Like, like even honestly, even Bungie is an example of that. Like Bungie straight up dipped after a couple years of them being part of the Microsoft studio, um, and you know that's never like a great sign that they that the, the culture was lined up or that they wanted to be a part of your company. Um, yeah. Everybody knows about what happened with rare and, and that sort of relationship, which I, to be fair, I think is much better now, but uh, was a very like unstable acquisition. So um, I, I do agree. I think people were way too hard on Microsoft. I'm more just saying in general, when acquisitions happen, mm -hmm. a lot of people sort of bemoan it and you don't see that a lot with PlayStation. I think it's because the, the plays that they make are they seem to be a lot more strategic and sort of like slow um and when the acquisition happens you're like yeah that makes sense yeah. whereas some of the other times it feels like it's a hostile takeover but if, if people know. are going to bring up that as well because we, we know fable uh legends i think it was 
Yeah, uh, was a game that I played that, that game multiple in. times. I, play, at I did too. Yeah, you did you? Oh, wow. I, I, yeah. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I played it like E3 booths. I, I thought like, it was going to be wait. decent. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was going to be all right. I love the concept of that game. That's that's a shame yep. that we won't yeah. be able to see. But it, I mean, I I think there's a lot of aspects here, and I think this is probably what's going to come into the conversation with me and Colin because there's a lot to kind of break down here. But I think at the end of the day, right, it's business. Um, and you in business, you take the opportunities that are afforded to you. So for instance, if the roles were reversed and Sony was a $2 trillion company and Microsoft was a $65 billion company, I can guarantee you that Sony would be making more acquisitions than they are in different ways. Um, they just don't have the capability to do so, uh, financially. Um, so I, I think that's one aspect, but I, I, I partially agree with you, Travis. I think, I think there are areas that Sony has or PlayStation, whatever you want to say, has, um, has kind of built those relationships. Insomniac's a good example, right? Very close with them. Um, they got them in a bargain, right? Um, <clears throat> um, but there's other studios there. And I think Microsoft or Xbox has faltered in the past, but I also think it's unfair to criticize xbox now versus xbox eight to ten years ago because it's a very very different organization and their focus now is vastly different uh in how they're cultivating relationships in my yeah. opinion i mean sony also closed some studios what was it this Do, year well, as well fire sprite yeah. was a playstation studio under a different name like 15 years ago and playstation shut them down <laughs> yeah they, they shut them, them down then then bought them <laughs> of course because that's what you do in business because it's cheaper to do that Right. <laughs> you let them rebuild, they reorganize, and then you come in and buy them when they're cheap and take that talent. I mean, that's again, it's business. That's what you do. It's not pretty at times, but it's the nature of it. Yeah, I would say it also has to do with like the size of the acquisitions. I think Microsoft, because they're a bigger organization, their acquisitions are larger. Larger acquisitions are messier. There's a lot more that can go wrong. There's you know duplicated positions which means that there's inevitable layoffs whereas these ones feel like these smaller acquisitions feel like more organic right where there's probably a lot that oh you use the organic from. word it came out <laughs> there it is what's wrong with organic not nothing nothing it's just okay. like a meme right now in this conversation really yes yeah it's fine okay no. all right yeah. well yeah it, it it does feel more organic we're like some of them if you hear an acquisition and you're like surprised, you're just like, what? Like those people are, are merging. Then that's usually, in my opinion, not a good sign. Like if, if they didn't seem like they were on the same page before, like if you're like shocked that the two companies are coming together, mm. but and, you're and right. I, we, we're right. We haven't seen a lot of that recently. Like all of Xbox's acquisitions have been like, okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> except for Bethesda. That one was just shocking because it's just, they're such huge organizations. So big. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, and I think, you know, there's other aspects here, right? There's there's people miss the internal growth because it's not publicized. Like, they, you know, you don't recognize that these individual studios uh, under both PlayStation and Xbox are growing substantially. I mean, the way they're hiring right now is is just massive. Um, or the way they've been supported. You know, you've got studios like In Exile and um, uh, Ninja Theory that are moving into new headquarters. I mean, beautiful brand new buildings set up, you know, while they're hiring. I mean, there's a lot of support that's going on for these devs. So um yeah there, there, there's a lot of aspects here that i think um that come into play in this overall conversation but going back to the topic at hand um it's nice to see in my opinion it's nice to see playstation kind of doing this as well uh and bringing in more talent because as we always continue to say here 
um, we're going to benefit from it. This is just more talent for PlayStation and Xbox to build better games for us to play, which at the end of the day is is the whole point. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I think... Oh, oh, yeah. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Um, yeah, I was just going to say... Um, I'm trying not to bring Microsoft to, to the conversation. But it, it's, like he's it's, an Xbox guy. I am an Xbox guy, but I think we we all seen um, Blue Point coming. I think they're a great yeah. fit for the the Sony brand, uh, and I hope the rumors are true and they are sort of given the ability to do their own original IP. Yeah, but we don't really know because of the way they phrase it. Um, I, I hope into the remake minds. That's what I said. Yeah, I, I I do think. Um, I mean, I would love to see it, regardless what some people think. Even remaking a game uh, is incredibly difficult uh, and requires some serious talent. And now it, it doesn't mean it doesn't translate. It'll translate to their own original game. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see. I think they're a really talented studio, though. To if, if you were to look back at some of their games <coughs> with Shadow of the Glosses and how they were able to bump that game because I, I don't know if you guys played the ps2 version of <laughs> yeah. um it looked great for its time uh for sure but if you play it now it's definitely um they really amped up a lot um yeah. and it's, it's actually very impressive so uh i am definitely looking forward to that but right now in, in terms of sony acquiring studios sony's going to acquire more studios microsoft mm -hmm. is going to acquire more studios uh, yep. it's going to happen how people feel about either one of those acquisitions i mean like you said it's just, it's just business at, at this point and, and phil spencer said in the beginning of this year actually uh that they're trying to reach three billion people and how do you reach three billion people it's probably going to be acquisitions right and, yeah. and they have spent um they have to spend around 30 to 40 billion uh by the end of their fiscal year from uh mistaken so what do you think that yeah. means that means buying a lot of studios um, probably asian I, studios would be my guess that's what they yeah that, i mean that's what phil wants right he said he wants more japanese developers um and uh to fill that hole especially with the tokyo game show and, and uh, uh, different things there um, they have they have a japanese studio now because of the bethesda acquisition yeah i got yeah, tango which is really cool which, by uh, the way, they announced this week right? that Shinji is working on a new horror IP, which got me very excited. Let's go. Ooh, I did not see that. Not see that yeah. Very excited. Already yeah. working on it. So they got Ghostwire Tokyo, which has the PlayStation deal, right? But they said that internally at the studio, they're already working on a new IP for Xbox. Wow. Yeah. 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 Fourth exciting. Uh, by the way, Shizno pointed out that... Uh, uh, Travis, that they also made the Metal Gear remasters on 360 and PS3. Mm. Um, so that, you know, going further back, that's what they did as well. Uh, Dan, we got a super chat from Mo. I almost missed because we were yeah, chatting. Hey, you got this. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday. Cheers to the sexy panel and everyone watching. Thank you, Mo, <laughs> for 4.99 super chat. Appreciate it, brother. Yes. Listen, uh, here, here, here's, here's, here's where I'm at. Oh, go ahead, Dan. All right. I hate it. I hate everything about these acquisitions. I hate talking about acquisitions. I hate that this whole freaking industry is consolidating. It's not great for us. All right. It's it's not because what's gonna end up happening is gonna is gonna you're gonna have Netflix, Hulu, MB or Peacock, you're gonna have Apple TV, you're gonna have all these things, you're gonna have 15 to 20 subscriptions by the end of this. You're gonna have a Soldier Boy subscription, you're gonna have Nintendo Switch with it, you're gonna have PlayStation, you're gonna have Xbox, you're gonna have whatever else comes out. Amazon, Google, you know, I mean, it, it's What's just wrong with have, that, Dan. 
It sucks because for your wallet, it's garbage, right? At the end of the day, this isn't like super consumer friendly. It sucks. But like, like I, I never thought I'd get Apple TV, but sure enough, I had to watch Ted Lasso. So for the one show I wanted to watch. You didn't pay for Apple TV, did you? Did you get six, you get six, six months, months free. free. And yeah. also T-Mobile yeah. gave me a year. But you know what? That's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, subscription the service is, like Game Pass are famously anti-consumer. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen. The show many times. But with Game Pass, you can get yeah, it for a dollar. Yeah, I'm just saying. Game Pass can eat one for as far as I'm concerned. I've literally, I've used it twice this year for... MLB and, and Outriders, and that's literally it. But that's just, that's just, that, that's I mean, super does subjective. Game does, does Game super Pass exist? No, no, it's not, though, because Game Pass is, existing though. does not remove your ability to buy games. So why does it affect you? What are you talking about? Are, like, can like, you the, not the buy value of Game Pass? Game Pass? Is, is going to be subjective regardless. Like you can, yeah, it's, it's just it's the, the value is what I'm talking about. Right. So having more, more options for the consumer is bad for the consumer. No, right? that's not what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> okay. I have to watch that for a second. Hold on. So, so what I'm saying, if, if, if it's fine, if it's like, oh yeah, I got game pass and I've got all these games on game pass. That's fantastic. 15 bucks. Awesome. Wait till it gets to 20 and eventually 25, maybe eventually $30. Also, I want to play all these other games. Well, guess what? They're not on game pass. I got to go over this other system. Well, this system over here or service also has all these games that I want to play. Crap. I mean, it, PC gaming sounds like it might be the best route to go as far as like getting as much as you can, but still, you're still going to be paying for these services. You don't have to though. Right. But just, if you just buy the, the, the point want, is, it's, it's right. not like Netflix. I'm not even, or even, even Netflix. then, but then, okay, fine. I'll Netflix, play Netflix I'll, I'll or play. Hulu. You cannot buy their movies or shows. That's the what problem. I'm saying is, if I want to play God of War, Right, I have to buy a PlayStation Five. Right, I have to buy the system, the whole system anyway. Right, or if I want to play Metroid Dread, I got to I got to buy a Nintendo Switch. Right, so I mean, it's it's just it's always there's, there's been the so case. many. What, I understand that, but it's just going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Right, if you have if you if you have these these studios consolidating and buying all these or these these companies buying all these studios, you know, you're 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 just kind of forced, and, and not everybody has unlimited funds you know not everybody has disposable income that they can just go out and just buy 15 different things or whatever they want what if somebody else comes in you know with i'd be yeah i'd be more concerned i mean that's that's why i would rather microsoft buy some of these studios than amazon or google because if they buy right. it and then put it on their platforms uh i i don't want to go to amazon.com to play like nobody know, does Literally um, nobody does. Game, nobody wants you know, that. I'm sure um, Jeff Bezos does. Well, yeah, yeah Jeff he does. Jeff, yeah. Yeah, it's in space. Another, it's another yeah. roll of golden toilet paper. You know, that <laughs> so, used, you know. Dan, I, I disagree with you on so I, many I know levels. You, I knew you were going but to. I think, said use, anything. I think I'll I could have said it. the complete opposite and you would have disagreed. <laughs> no, I mean, do, yes. Do I like to play devil's advocate very much? And the fact that I'm in a suit makes me an easy villain. I get it. But... <laughs> I think you I think you have chest. a fun I think you have a fundamental misunderstanding of how the games industry works here because consolidation so. is not only is not only a, a natural part of the games industry but it's also that good for with. the games industry because if you if you if you start a gaming studio and you grow it from 5 people to 50 people your end goal as the starter of that game studio is to get acquired get your payday and then you work for the company that acquires you for a couple of years and you do it again that's like the capitalist cycle. And in the games industry, it's healthy because it means that you create new studios, new jobs, 
And then when you go and you start a new studio, that studio can have its own identity. It can make games that are different than other studios that have existed before. If you don't have that acquisition process and you're just growing that studio or worse yet stagnating in that studio, you don't create new ones. And I think the, the goal in starting a studio is to grow, eventually get acquired, be successful, and then have that money so that you can go and do your next studio. And so I, I think that cycle's health, healthy. And it's also great that there are people buying these studios because that gives incentive for more people to see that model working and go, maybe I can do that too. Maybe I can make a studio that will be successful and get to that point. Um, the, and I, and I, 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 it is not a zero sum game. If I buy your studio, it does not mean that like, okay, now I own you and you can never work anywhere else. You can never make any projects you want. It's not like that at all. They're buying the people, they're buying the technology, they're buying the culture. And then eventually those people can go off and do their own stuff and create new things. And I think that's good. I think you're, I think you're right in, in certain aspects. I, I'm not disagreeing with the fact from where you, where you, the way you said that, yes, I understand that. But what I'm saying is for me, and like, this is why I worry about myself. Like, I don't want, I have what I need, obviously, but a lot of people don't. And a lot of people are missing out, I think, on some of these uh, different experiences, you know, unfortunately, and it's, it's a hobby. It's a luxury hobby. You know, I understand that too. You know, it's not something that's like, you know, you have to have this. I just get sick and tired of, you know, having to have, you know, 15 services. I don't want what's happened to the movies slash TV slash, you know, that kind of entertainment media to come over to the games. And that's what my fear is, you know, and, and that's maybe it's 10 years down the road. Maybe I, Amazon comes I, out. I with just something. think there's like equal reasons to be encouraged by what's happening to the industry because games are more accessible than they've ever been. And the trend is that they're going to be even more accessible in the future. You don't even need to buy the console anymore. You can just play on oh, X yeah, cloud, pay $10 a month. Like there, you could choose to be afraid, but like if you're just looking objectively at the stuff that is a little scary in the games industry and the stuff that's really hopeful, they're, they're kind of equal. It's like a glass half empty, half full situation. But I, I, mm -hmm. I just, yeah, I, I think, I think your, your view is like overly, uh, uh, like afraid of change and i think a lot of the change we're seeing in the games industry is, pr is pretty healthy and encouraging and 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 i'm encouraged by it personally well, I, I think i think i am too i think i think there's a lot of good things about you know you know i just i think there's a lot of good things about where it's going this is the kind of stuff i don't like but but exclusive content is always going to sell you know the your 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 systems, right? It's going to service your yeah. service or system. Yeah. It's going to bring those people over. And I understand the business behind it. Right. I just don't have to like it necessarily. It sounds you like know? you're, it sounds like you're more afraid of the potential of platform agnostic mm -hmm. uh, approach, meaning that like, if you would have looked back many years ago, you had a lot less options on how you got games. And if you want a Nintendo game, you bought a Nintendo. And if you want a Sega game, you bought Sega, et cetera. And they were very right. closed and walled off, but there were only, four options realistically right yeah whereas yeah. i think it sounds like based on what you're saying is not necessarily the acquisition is scary uh or supporting the studios because we're seeing fan no. as we just said we're seeing fantastic support for these students the psychonauts 2 we got we wouldn't have got if xbox didn't buy double five period tim schaefer Probably said it. true yeah. um but i think it sounds like what you're scared of is the fact that we're we've at least for the last what two decades maybe we've we've gotten comfortable with having xbox playstation and nintendo pretty much exclusively whereas now it may be like we have xbox playstation nintendo amazon google 
whoever else may come into play. Tencent obviously is doing their Apple own thing. Play, yeah. Apple. I mean, there's all these other potential, which in today's environment is pretty much the console platform that we were used to growing up. It just feels yeah. like there could be too many of them. So I get that. Competition is always good. Competition's Competition always is good. always good. I'm I think Dan's like, saying is like, if they come out with, this is just hypothetical, obviously, yeah. but if they come out with Witcher 4 and they say, this is an Apple exclusive, he's like, well, damn it. Now I've got to go get an Apple service yeah. that, you know what I mean? That's, I, and I can see that. That's, that's yeah, I mean, what I'm, I, I'm worried about because we saw it with, you know, cable, you don't need cable anymore. This was 10, 15 years ago. Cable is mm -hmm. garbage. Just get Netflix and, and then you can you go get Sling TV and piecemeal your stuff together, whatever it is, you know, and then, you have to have these agreements between, you know, the service providers and the actual companies that own these the license channels, holders, you know, the license holder. Right. So now in every, I don't know, six months, somebody, you know, I, I miss a TV show because these two people are arguing over, you know, millions and millions of dollars. I don't give a crap. Just show me, you know, I want, I want to watch my, my, my show, you know, what the hell's going on? You know, that's what I, I'm afraid to see. In the future because the, the more you add to it the more players in the game competition is great and i think it's going to push everybody 100 but it's also going to kind of come back and potentially bite us in the ass because we've got too many hands in the cookie jar you know and so so when you start just pulling stuff over i guess in, in one way that's good because you know if the company like microsoft is is supportive and and everything they've shown they have been i think you know that you're, here's a bunch of money Go make whatever you want, like Psychonauts too, like you said, you know. So, so, you know, there, there's potential both ways, like you said, Travis. I think it's a half empty, half full thing. I just don't want to see what's happened in this one media come over to the game industry. That's my biggest fear. I think as long as you can also buy the games, like that's really key. And and I think is Xbox Game Pass being like the first major subscription service out there and letting you do that that's now got to be the model because if you can't do it on other platforms, it's going to be the first thing that people complain about, right? Like if Amazon launches a subscription service, mm -hmm. which I, I guess they already have, yeah, they it have. says, oh, you, you know, you can't, you can't buy the games here. You just have to pay the subscription fee and you never own anything. That's going to be people are going to be like, but Game Pass exists. There's no standard for that on because Netflix came first and they don't sell you their, their movies or shows. Um, but it, it also part of what you're afraid of is that we're going to have too many great games on too many platforms that we want to play, which yeah. to me sounds like a good thing, to be honest. <laughs> like I, I am never going right. to complain about having too many great games that are competing for my money. Like let them compete. Believe in the hand of the market. Come on. Have you learned nothing from Andrew Ryan, Dan? Oh, <laughs> right. that's a good reference. That's a good reference. That's a good reference. Now, like I, I, I'll say, you know, and it, it's, I just don't want to have to have, you know, 15 different things. That's, that's my biggest thing. I would love to have just my PlayStation, just my Xbox, you know, and yeah. then call it good. So yeah, yeah I think you're probably gonna have zero things, Dan. You're gonna have nothing. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. all in the cloud. You'll just have, uh, you know, you'll play with your, yeah. you'll get into your, your coffin and you'll plug yourself in. You'll be in the internet. That'll be it. I won't even be like a ready player one. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think, they just need to be careful, you know, mm -hmm. on this path. I think I think that there is potential for, you know, you know, and and we can sit here and say, oh, but my platform has this and my platform has this. I don't care about your platform. I don't care about your services. I want to play what I want to play when I want to play it. You know, if you sit there and you start gatekeeping, you know, certain games because you know, I mean, and and it, 
there's exclusive and, and there's a reason for it. I understand the reasons for it. I'm just saying it sucks. <laughs> it sucks <laughs> that I have to, you know, like this new world Amazon game, probably something I'd never would play, but what if they come out with this, some, some kind of, you know, game that really kind of, you know, speaks to me. Or I want to play. It's like a single player, you know, whatever, yeah, you know, big RPG, <laughs> you know, it's just like, Oh man, I really want to play that. Oh, I got to go to Amazon to play this and sign up for this account. And, you know, just so I can play this game. You know, but and that's a buy new world, right? Like it's not right. Yeah, yeah. If I had a piece, I'm just saying, you know, it, it's 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 like what, what I see. It was like the Dan, top five there, games on Steam this if week. There's has anyone, been... if there's anyone in the world that I know who I am not afraid is going to suddenly like too many games, it's you. Well, no, yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you you're guys, safe. You guys man. I don't think have... you have to worry about a lot <laughs> like, of games you oh, no, like. You're gonna be like, oh, I like so many games. Really, not your problem, man. I'm worried yeah. about guys like me who don't have time to play all the games that like you. The four games a decade that you enjoy, I'm, Fantastic. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, all right. See, three bit. Yeah. This is this is what I deal with every week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you guys seem <laughs> to have like like Travis. Sometimes he's looking at it from like the. uh the business sense and then eight you're looking at it from like the um the consumer i, I guess like your own personal uh look at it but right. I, I think in the I end it's just not a netflix to be honest with you i mean when you think about movies and, and netflix and, and hulu um the i guess the the initial attraction to those services was hey it's cheaper you have access to all these different movies uh and and shows um, but I, I do get the argument where I'm like signing up for uh, up basically up to the price where it was cable again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when people like signed up for cable that. packages, it was like when you combine it all together. Yeah, when you combine Hulu, Netflix, all these different services, it adds, it's basically yeah. cable again. Uh, I just, yeah, it's just very well hidden. Like, TV is so much better. Remember when TV was bad? I grew up with like <laughs> TV was like not good, like it was so bad like all the shows were just like and and they knew it too like if you were people called you a tv actor if you were in tv and it was like not as good and now if you're in a tv show like it's like it's like movie budget or better like game of thrones exists like that's because of streaming services like the yeah I, i i just i think like it's it's such a different model and also i think in the future you can't watch 50 shows at once so if there's 50 different services you can just have a service watch the show and then when you're done cancel it and then subscribe to the service that has the next show you want to watch like you don't have to have nine services concurrently especially because you can't watch nine shows in in one month if you're if you're binging you know what there's probably somebody out there who's watched nine shows in one month so that person i'm sorry you're probably gonna have to pay the oh for service but me personally like (laughs) i'm you know, I'm like a one show man until I'm done with it. And then I'll move on to the next one, which is why I miss so many shows. I still need to watch Squid Games. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, quick shout out. If you're not watching Sex Education on Netflix, you should be. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just love that. Show. Love that show. I finished it. Amazing. Yeah. Everybody. I have Amazing. such a problem with binge culture. Everybody has a show that you have to see know, or, or they want to punch you in the face. And it's just like there are a million shows. It's I don't have a good show for them all. <laughs> I have that with movies. I don't need to what? You anyone. haven't seen Sex Education? Oh, my show. God. You haven't seen it? How have you not seen it? How have I not seen it? Have you been on Netflix? How have I seen it? Like, that's my question. I'm literally rewatching Seinfeld. This old man over here. Let me just yeah. put it on yesterday. I'm yeah, but it's still better one. than 95% of the it shows. It is 100% so. better than most True. of that stuff. 
Oh um, by the way, we missed a super chat, Dan. Uh, I'll let you read yeah. this one because it's built specifically for you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Paul. Good morning, all. <laughs> Dan is wrong. <laughs> well, Relatable content. And I, Relatable I feel like content. I can understand that. You know, so Small, bite-sized super chat gets right to the point. <laughs> right to the point. You know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, thanks, the simplicity. <laughs> Yeah, five dollars to tell a man he is a human is wrong. <laughs> what a what a deal! Oh it. my gosh! All right, we 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 certainly went on a tangent there. Um, my bad. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Good. It's good um, just to just to wrap that up, I was going to say one more comment because between the comments Dan you were making and Travis you were making is uh, there is that point where this is an industry that's rapidly expanding, and in because of the nature of the industry and all these companies now seeing the profitability potential in the industry, you have an arms race, right? And that will work itself out over time, but it takes time. And there's going to be some messy. Yeah. There's going to be some messy things that happen in the progress of that occurring. Um, But I think one example, wasn't Bethesda like rumored to be working on a subscription service before they got acquired? Like that's not going to happen anymore. Right. So and they had, uh, they had their own streaming tech. Uh, cloud streaming tech, and they have obviously yeah. multiple engines. Yeah, I mean, Bethesda was much more than the IP to Xbox, for sure. Yeah. Yep. And people need to look past the game publishers to end this uh, with Microsoft. They need to look past just game publishers. Look yes. at, j- just say. Yes, because the main, <laughs> the, only, the main competitors this next, the next two decades, it's going to be Google, Microsoft, and Amazon, the Amazon. people who, who yep. have the who have the cloud infrastructure to support cloud gaming. Like, yep. I think PlayStation and Nintendo are going to be like, you know, they're, they're still going to exist and do what they're doing, but they're not going to be competing on the same level when it, nope. when it gets to cloud streaming. It's going to be, and Microsoft knows that. Microsoft knows Amazon's the real competition. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's why like, that's they said it two years ago. Yeah, you know that's I mean? why PlayStation and Nintendo use Azure as their cloud services. They know it too. They don't want to give Amazon and, and uh, Google a foothold. It, yeah. I think it makes sense. Until yeah. Monday when Amazon acquires Sony. PlayStation. <laughs> and then, Could you I imagine? Think they, I think if they, they quit, Twitter would burn down. I, I, I would leave. I mean, I would, sorry, I would quit the show for at least like six months and I would come back when everything was, you know, Amazon, if, if, Spider Man original. Yeah. If Sony, if Sony was ever open to that, it would have happened already because Amazon is so despy. They're just they're look they're out there looking for a date to prom. Like they want to get in the games industry so bad, and no one's that rich kid in the corner that everyone. <laughs> yeah, just they're like, just I'm not like, oh. That, dude. They, well, they have to prove to to you know them internally that it can be profitable, even though they see the numbers, right. they they see sure. uh, how much the game industry makes, but to them, is it going to be you know? And they've lost money to date. I mean, it's yeah, they've they've lost a lot of investment. It's just not Google the same thing. Yeah, I mean, they they just lost like a a billion dollar company worth of money on on a project that lasted like six months. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, they're learning the hard way, right? The sad thing is, is that a billion dollars to Google is yeah. Doesn't matter. You can, af- you can afford to take those risks. Yeah. Right? I mean, it matters, but you know what I mean. It, they're they're taking the risk to learn. So yeah, yeah the was, next I've, the next decade is going to be real interesting. And I think gaming. this is where Microsoft made the, the the right choice. With you know, you can waste your billion dollars on you know a shot in the dark, or you find a you know a, a studio or you know and and or multiple studios. Um, publishing 20, company, 20 basically, studios. yeah, twenty three studios. Well, they it's but, because but well, Bethesda, you know, they said, "No, I'm going to pay you seven point five million." That's where the sure bet is, billion, billion. right? You, you, yeah, With a B. whatever it was. 
billion dollars. You can <laughs> small difference. Well, you know what I mean. Exponential like, difference. They, they, they saw they, it was an established, you know, industry or companies. So, I mean, it made sense. You know, the, the way they did it basically was they, they, you know, you could buy a puppy, right? Like what Sony does, you go buy a puppy, and then you have to kind of nurture it all the way up to you know maybe two or three years when it finally becomes the you know an adult, and you you've done all the work, whatever. If that makes you sleep better, who cares? Or is this a dog buy, fighting metaphor? Yeah, or, or, <laughs> you know, or you go buy a three-year-old puppy that's been trained and you know knows not to pee in the house and, and has provided, <laughs> you know, can provide you with you know love and affection, you know, and it, it's already ready to done. You the work is metaphor. finished. All you gotta do is just pay for the food. <laughs> Only Dan could turn a seven and a half billion dollar Bethesda acquisition into a puppy metaphor. Uh, that's yeah. This is a very tortured metaphor. What are we training these dogs to do? No, 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 not the fight. He's like just saying to, to buy, no. like a puppy yeah. takes yeah. a lot more work. Right. Uh, and you cultivate it and train it and everything, or you can right. buy the three-year-old dog what? that's already perfectly trained. <laughs> Just to, to be, be your dog. Right. Yeah. To be, or or, or or you can adopt a baby. You, you a took it down a dog fighting route. That I hate the metaphor so much. You, want to. you know, have a kid. You have to, you know, go through all the crap of like, you know. I just up bought the my kids when they were six. It's easier. That's what I'm saying. Or, or just go adopt. You know, there's several orphans and people that need adopting out there. I, you know, PSA. You know, go do yeah. that. Oh you know? there's there's a lot of ways to look at this. So you know, it's. I think I think Microsoft did the smart thing. I should have adopted my kids. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Fully grown. I, I, you got me so lost in that. I completely forgot what I was going to say prior. To I don't even know what the metaphor Let's... is referring to anymore. All I can think about is dogs and that Dan doesn't love his kids. That's really where I'm at. <laughs> Oh my you know, gosh! I, I right. just I just put it out there. You guys do with you what you want. With it. I mean, <laughs> I've done that part. Oh goodness! It's hilarious. <sighs> um. Well, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was, the point we were making prior, right, about Amazon and Google throwing money away. Xbox has the advantage here to a degree because they've made their mistakes. Let's not act like we we've talked about some of them, right? Xbox and Microsoft have made plenty of big mistakes in the past and they've learned from that and their leadership has learned from it and they're they're now a 20 year old brand you know xbox is 20 year old brand that has made their mistakes um so they have a little more experience in how to to your point and cultivate proper kind of studios and and relationships um so I give amazon the edge here to be honest they have twitch they have aws like their their platform is like primed to become a, a, uh, a super mega giant. In the Azure Azure is catching AWS. It's not far. It, it is for sure. But like it Twitch, dude. Like yeah, Microsoft well, I mean they bought, but they so bought hard. Yeah, they bought Twitch, yeah. and yeah, they got them. I mean, yeah, but Google has YouTube. Google Google found a way to launch a gaming platform in the cloud and not with the biggest search engine in the world yeah. and the biggest video platform in the world and the biggest streaming platform in the world next to Twitch, of course. And failed somehow. I don't even know how you do that. Like that's harder. Really it's harder to fail than to succeed. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it makes no sense. But anyway, like one last thing with that, because I I really with with Google, I thought it would be really cool to you look at a trailer for like Doom Eternal, and then at the end of the trailer, like play the game now, and you play yeah. right through YouTube. And uh, they, it, I, I thought they like actually showed some of that or, or at least talked they about they talked about they said it, it yeah. was going to happen yeah and they never did it right not to any it just wasn't that easy like, if, no. if i'm clicking on play doom eternal right mm -hmm. on my phone 
And then they're like, all right, now go get a controller. Oh, and the controller has to be one of our controllers. We'll send you that in the mail. It's just like, <laughs> it's just not like playing a game is not as easy as just clicking on it. You, you can't just watch, uh, you can't just click on a button and then instantly play unless it's, you know, Angry Birds or something or Bloodborne probably. But why, why don't they just do like the keyboard controls then at that point? On your phone, if you click on no, I mean if you're you, well, you, if you're on your phone, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. then I see, yeah, but yeah, I, it just gets more complicated. Like you have to break it down by platform, and then the input device, and then can mm. the game actually run on what you're playing? And I just, th I just think it's more complicated. I think they tried to oversimplify it, and gamers were like, "Dude, games are really complicated. There's like mm. lots of different ways to." I play. didn't think about uh, the yeah. different devices. Yeah, they learned the hard way. I don't yeah. think they did either to your No, they, they clearly didn't. That that's yeah. why Xbox has been very methodical in their approach to cloud. They've been talking about it for three plus years, and you notice they're doing it very slowly by platform, by beta, by test group. You know, they it, it takes the work behind the scenes on that stuff is astronomical. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Let's get this super chat down. It's complicated. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Fat boy horror for the for the five pound super chat. Thanks, man. Uh, Amazon has Twitch, which is w with its hate mobs. It's hate mobs. Yeah, that's, that's another issue thing. they have going on right now. Yeah. That happened. That happened when I was recording with Cog like Terrible. a yeah. month or two ago. I, I luckily I'm a mod for their channel, so like as we're as he's trying to talk, I was literally clearing out like hate messages towards Cog. What is wrong? I think YouTube only has hate messages. That might be true. YouTube only. What? He said, I think YouTube only has hate messages. Oh, oh, I got at you. Least, yeah. At least when I'm on shows in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're moving on from this conversation. Let's talk some Halo, boys. Dan, Dan's ready to talk Halo. Come on. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's yeah, go. Dan, take off your shirt, reveal your Halo tattoo. Let's talk about this. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Easy. Easy. He's got the Halo emblem That's over his nipple. Yeah, what if he did? What if he had the legendary oh. emblem with the Sangheili head? And what would, do, right yeah, what would you do, We'll see. We'll see what's, you know. What would That's you on the do Patreon. if that happened? Yeah. I would be very proud of him. Nice. Yeah, yeah proud of my boy. Yeah. It's kind of cool if he did like a sound tattoo and you can press it and it just sings like the Halo <laughs> theme song. <laughs> so, I just open my mouth and it comes out. Be like, I can yeah. think of many situations where that would be inconvenient, and they're all sexual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so big team battle, boys. Big team yeah. battle. Uh, launched uh, yes, uh, Friday, excuse me, um, as we're recording this. And uh, I know I've gotten a ton of matches in from parties ranging to two people. To We had a 11 out of 12 the other night. It's absolute chaos. Um, you know, early impressions are I'm just as impressed, if not more impressed with this, than the arena that we've been playing. Um, not competitively, but in the sense of the scale and just how well it seems to translate to Halo gameplay. Um, you're talking 12 on 12, right? Massive map, all the vehicle, all the chaos, all the crazy things that happen in big team battle while still being stunningly gorgeous, mechanically sound. Um, I'm playing in the 120 FPS mode and it's still just, you know, absolutely amazing looking. Um, and uh, the capture flag, you know, I mean, the modes, uh, whether you're playing Slayer, capture flag, total control, total control, I'm a little iffy on. But overall, I think the experience I've really, really, really enjoyed. And I just, I, Halo seems to be, multiplayer anyway, of course, we keep saying, seems to be in a place right now that, and I know we said this multiple times already, but seems to be in a place that I don't feel like Halo multiplayer has been in in a very long time. 
Um, and I think there's a lot of hype and kind of excitement around Halo for good reason that um, we haven't seen in a long time as well. Way more than I think we saw with Halo 5, way more than we saw with Halo 4. Um, way, <laughs> there was a lot of hype with Reach, but as we said before the show, Reach got decimated when it launched and it was really destroyed by the community. Whereas the core community, both casuals like Dan himself over here um, and the hardcore Halo community seemed to really, really be loving what 343 is putting out. So I don't know. What do you guys think after playing big team? You still on this kind of hype train? You have issues? What do you think? You want to go? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I love I love it so far. I think um, if like before Infinite, a lot of people was worried about like sprinting, for example. Yeah. Right? Um, they were worried that 343's influence from Halo 5 would be too much. Uh, for infinite, but I think after people actually tried it and 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 um, uh, got to see what this game um, could do, <laughs> um, it's a good blend of a lot of the different Halos. I think it it does sort of have uh, Halo Two vibes for me with certain weapons, but mm -hmm. also Halo Five, Halo Two, Halo Five. I, I like to go. To I completely agree with you. Yeah, it feels um, like the best of those two games mixed. Yeah, the best of, of both worlds. And and the equipment was a great touch. A little touch. bit of combat evolved. You guys <laughs> this, yeah, feel? oh yeah, with the art I style, feel, for sure. Yeah. I feel the design yeah. aesthetic definitely harkens yeah. to CE, yeah. Yeah, a lot of the, the grassy fields does remind me the first time I landed on the ring for combat evolved, for sure. Yeah. Um, it And first off, I always say this to people, like the worst Halo is, is better than a lot of... That's other true. games uh, a lot of other games yeah, like easily true. like in, in terms of how it feels and and uh even some of the content now i know with uh there was this whole um thing with halo reach like angel was saying when halo reach first launched uh people did not like it um it was it was uh very divisive and, and then people seemed to slowly over time learn to appreciate certain aspects of of the previous halo titles and every time a halo title comes out people hate it then they learn <laughs> to appreciate it over time um so i hope that doesn't happen, to, happen to halo 5 guardians i can't wait that uh, i'm mm, uh, i think it'll happen Wait, I think it will. Just wait a couple of years and then yep i i honestly do think that i think a couple you, you're years talking you're like, talking campaign i think both well i think, I think multiplayer has always been widely no. appreciated no, it has. I, I like Dude. the multiplayer. I, yeah, I like it Come too, on. but it has not been widely appreciated. The Halo community dunked on that whole game when it came out. Campaign. I mean, obviously eh. the responsible people, but like if you talk to people about like what's the best Halo multiplayer, like Ains, smart people like you and I who play a lot of Halo, we say Halo <laughs> Five is the best multiplayer, but most people do not say that. They're like, oh, yeah. Halo Three was the best. Well, if people Halo always go to Halo well, Three, but it's yeah. it's, well, a, yeah, it's, it's more of a nostalgia fair, thing. Halo Five when it first launched, it it. it didn't have split screen, right? It didn't have a lot of these modes. Didn't that have big team now. Didn't, didn't have, have big team. Battle, yeah. um, so that definitely added to the conversation already on top of the the story not matching up with the marketing material for sure. Um, yeah. But Infinite, you know, I'm really enjoying it. I, I have been playing with huge parties and it feels like 360 days. It does. And I'm able to jump into different parties. Everyone's playing Halo like, hey, how you like it? Okay, bye. You know, and then I jump <laughs> in another party. Um, so that really feels good. If, if I had to like critique some of the balancing um, things, because uh, the problems I have with Infinite right now are like 
minuscule. <laughs> it's like yeah. different balancing things I would like to see, but it's not um, anything where I'm like, this ruins my experience. I hate this thing. It's 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 more things that I would like to see change um, just for, for her balancing thing. I, I would love to see, this is just me, the battle rifle before shot again. Uh, there's a lot of situations where I was just fighting somebody and then it feels like, like shoot, they got away. Um, and I think it's five shot again. And I think the pistol you don't think is the TTK would be too four or too short if it was four. Wait, shot wait a minute, wait you a minute. So? You mean yeah, I, I thought you meant a four shot burst? You're saying a four. No, you're saying a four, four shot burst. Kill. It, it is a yeah. four burst kill if you perfect. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like five. Oh, maybe no, I'm I don't just know about that. Aims. I think I it's. Know. I, I think it's five. To now. you, it is. Trust me. It's the four. first flight I knew it was four, but this one I think they amped it. So you have to get a perfect. You you have to you know where it actually says perfect. You have to get that to get a four, but you can get a four. I okay, well, maybe maybe I'm just sucking with my aim, and that's on yeah. me. Um, yeah, Chris uh, in the chat just said it's four shot. It, I'm telling it you, is it four is four shot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, there but, are. Per, sorry to keep interrupting you, yeah, three, but, but perfections are are hard to get, right? So Especially it's not in battle. Yeah, it's not consistently going to be a four shot, but you can four shot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, some people have a problem with like the aim assist um yeah. i i always i would like to see it bumped up game. a little bit uh really? it's weird because i i played halo 5 right just to see i, I played halo 5 back to back with infinite um yeah. and uh, i so i could see the differences with the aim some people thought the aim was too strong on halo 5 and um with infinite i go back and forth with um what i think because sometimes i feel like i'm shooting somebody and it it, it should have definitely hit but it's like their head is here and it just like you know oh yeah very the, close the magnetism like yeah on the bullets is minuscule to your point yeah. like yeah you, you can <laughs> test in the sniper like bots and to your point you can shoot like their ear and it won't connect whereas yeah. in halo 5 you could miss by like a foot <laughs> like the halo 5 was very generous so some people that. like that um yeah. i i think just bump it up a little bit um i, I would say because I just think it would feel a little bit nicer. Okay, okay. I'm surprised to hear you say that. Um, yeah, only because like I know how good. Only only because I know how good you are at Halo, and yeah. so I, I tend to think that the more skilled players who love Halo want the uh, kind of magnetism of the bullets to be lower because it allows when you have it higher, it allows the less skilled players to compete in ways they yeah. shouldn't be. It, it's I'm an interesting talking. conversation because then yeah. you're you have the the people who are on. Um, mouse and keyboard where they're yeah. used to stuff like that sure and the people who are on controller where they're just like well, what is going why you know why am i shooting and it's like passing by their ear and they just yeah. scrape you know well um, to your point too if you don't know this anyone listening or you guys the hcs the championship series which kicks off in november they've already announced that for the first time ever it's going to be uh controller keyboard pc series x all together they don't have separate events for pc and console good so it's, it's all all one. So to your point, 3-Bit, I could see the argument like if if they start to see that mouse players are having an advantage because of the accuracy, right? Whereas controller does need a little more magnetism to compete at that same vein. I could kind of see that happening too. So Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Kev, Kev, Kev come on, I, I bet Kev. You, I, I'm I kicking Kev you. out of the chat for that joke. <laughs> all these, all these are, are, again, like these are like nitpicks. I yes. freaking love the game. Um, yeah. I, I think the gameplay is, is super solid. The maps, uh, so far, I'm loving like all the maps yeah. for different reasons. Yeah. Um, and the different um, what what people call like in Battlefield Battlefield moments, 
um, where everything where where there's just chaos and and you you get these amazing plays. I'm getting a lot more frequently on this infinite on Halo Infinite than any other Halo um, so do. far in just the flight. So um, I agree with you. Loving it so far. Uh, looking forward to playing it with some of you guys. There were, damn it, there was one thing I was just going to say to you. Um, oh, you said yep. you were going back between Halo 5 and Infinite, and I did that a couple yep. weeks ago with the first flight or several weeks ago. Um, I don't know about you, but once I kind of got used to the Infinite, because I'm playing a lot of matches, right? It just feels um, it just feels a lot more fluid than Halo 5. Like, I never thought I would say Halo 5 started to feel a little clunky, but compared <laughs> to Infinite, it does. Yeah. Whereas Halo 5 just feels far more fluid, which is really impressive because I think Halo 5 was, you know, fantastic, right? Mechanically. So, yeah, I was uh, thinking I, that I was wondering if it was because of my sensitivity is so different between the different Hails. But no, I, I did think you're uh, right there. It is a lot easier to snipe on Halo 5. I did find. Yes, <laughs> of course. It absolutely right? is. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think an infinite like 120 frames also. Yes, I tried it yesterday. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, Dan was asking me actually yesterday in chat uh, DM if I can really see the difference between 120 and 60 on Infinite. And I said, you know, it's not as jarring, in my opinion, it's not as jarring from 30 to 60 in games, right? Like that that's a big difference. Um, but I did go back and play kind of the full red. You know, now on the Series X, if you have 120 FPS TV, you can play the Infinite Flight in quality or performance. And quality is 4K 60. Um, it is noticeable. Like once you get used to playing 120, in multiplayer, especially when you try to move to something, you can't notice it. It's still very smooth, but it's just not as smooth. So doesn't it physically hurt your eyes and your whole body if you don't play on 120 FPS or greater, though? Because that's no. what all PC players say. No. Yeah, no. They say if you don't play on 120 FPS, like you start to vomit and you get seasickness yeah, yeah. and you're bedridden for four weeks. <laughs> I actually got COVID vomit. after switching to 60. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's really tough, guys. That's no, tough. 60 still plays fantastic. In fact, I think it still plays so well that when campaign comes, I'll probably choose the 4K60 mode. Um, but multiplayer, I'm always going to play 120 now that I've gotten used to it. Yeah. So, yeah. Travis, where are you at, man? Uh. I, I hate it. I think this is going to be the worst Halo. Um, <laughs> the gunplay is really bad. Feels yeah. like um, Killzone, the first one. Does. Yeah, um, fair. Yeah, fair. It does. Uh, not the even the second maps. one. <laughs> not even the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have any maps, um, I found. No, zero. Like when you load it, it's just empty. When you load it, you're yeah. just shooting just things. No up. map. You just yeah. shoot. It's like, he just did the weapon drill. I don't even know what that yeah. means. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I like it. Uh, it's great. Um, I I uh, I think it was very wise of them to make big team battle 12v12. Eight doesn't feel big at all. Like it, calling 8v8 big team battle is kind of hilarious in 2021. You're like big. Like well, that's not a big team. Eight people. Like you know, especially the battlefield where you have like I don't know, 100 squad mates or whatever the heck that. that 64 on 64. Yeah. 64 on 64. Crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, I'm glad they did it. I like that they have uh, mini squads within the uh, big team. So it's mm -hmm. like there's three little uh, mini squads of four. That's a nice detail. Um, the sandbox is awesome. I wish there was less aim assist, honestly. I'm a controller player who hates uh, aim assist. I, I turn it off in a lot of games if I can. But most uh, most shooters don't let you do it. Yeah, but I see if people do, go back and forth with that. It's interesting. Yeah. I, 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 it's because 
there's those moments where Amos screws you over and I get so mad. It's not worth any, I, any kills I get <laughs> in between. I actually completely agree with you if you're talking about what I think you're talking about. The, the pool, like, the I'll, be, I'll be like fishing some kill. guy. And, and one jumps over him and my you, cursor and moves and, and I'm like, yo, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. When that happens, I'm just like, I'm turning yeah. Amos off right now. It doesn't <laughs> help me that much. There's no way. And yeah. games where I turn it off, it does affect my my kills a little bit. But I think it helps me just as much. And I enjoy it more because I feel like I'm getting better rather than just relying on the aim assist to help me. Yeah. So, but yeah, getting getting the magnetism where you get pulled away from a target yeah. you're about to kill and then get That's a kill. That's true. Yeah, like, that, that has whoa. lost me some, some tournament yeah. matches for I, sure. <laughs> I cannot handle that. So also, uh, who wants to bet that the uh, HCS is uh, the winner's a controller player? I'll bet that. I'm that, not though. taking that bet because I've seen yeah. those guys play on controllers for years and they are unbelievably ridiculous how good they are. Damn. So, yeah, I'm not so taking that bet. I was bet. hoping a sucker would take one of those. <laughs> no. yeah, Dan, you want to lose some money? How sure. You, <laughs> you want to take that bet? Yeah. All right. Take that bet. Yeah. Let's just bet like bet. a subscription service. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not going back there, Dan. We're not going back there. <laughs> uh, no, no. I have no idea. Uh, I was so going to download this. This. this Sorry, Dan. There was one thing I was. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I, I was just, something I was, was going to say to relate I, to you. I, on I this. have, yeah, I have no concerns about this game, um, mostly because I haven't played it. Um, <laughs> so, but it's awesome to hear. Will you that play you guys, it? What? Will you play it? I will play the campaign for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. That's um, where I was going to go. Is to say yeah. I don't know about uh, three bit and, and Travis, you guys, but playing big team, especially on fragmentation, that map, right, and seeing the one twenty and how it flows, how smooth it is. It my mind immediately went to wow, this campaign's gonna be special. Like if they get the story right, which they should, they're focused on Chief, they've got Esheram, you know, they've got the setup they need for that campaign story. If they get that right, the world, right, and the gameplay within that world after playing big team has me just even more excited than I already was. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, extremely that's, that's, excited for the campaign. It's definitely really, really like good news for people who are worried about the campaign because the sandbox feels so tight. And so like incredibly good. Like I can't even imagine if they're able to pull off this crazy stuff, the grapple hook and multiplayer arenas. Can you imagine the campaign? Exactly. They're going to be doing, it's going to be like dishonored level. I think the clips of like, you know, where in dishonored people are showing like the blink and the crazy, like assassination takedowns. I think there's, that's going to be like the halo campaign. It's It's going to be some wild stuff stuff where you're like, what, like, how did they pull that off? Um, So I'm really excited for it. But again, like campaign is a whole different, uh, beast yeah. like it sort of has yeah, to have different problems sandbox yes that. we haven't seen the ai yet like that's something halo has always had great ai even combat evolved has like better ai than games that are made like today like <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy how good the ai is and this is this is a brand new engine and we haven't seen the ai on it yet so the only I, the I only thing i w- i agree with you completely and, and halo has been known for the ai the only thing i would say to that is we if you do play like against like spartan bots like from a multiplayer competitive perspective, you know, you can still kind of dominate them, right? Um, you can see it, yeah. But you can see a lot of th- thinking that these bots do. Like you can see they'll get hurt and they'll start to duck undercover. You, I did got you see that? Yeah, they'll ninja you. <laughs> did you see the the one bot where someone threw a plasma grenade at it? It's stuck on his needler and the bot threw the needler away. Whoa. Oh, no, like, the bot threw the needler away, pulled out his pistol and then lived because the plasma explosion was far away. So... I think if they put that much work into the bots, I'm hoping that translates to the AI for the, uh, you know, elites and whatnot. Brute. Yeah. I mean, if they, they yeah, I, I, I have a lot of confidence in it, but it is a new engine. And like, 
I think there's some yeah. like magic pixie dust in the old bungee code of, around AI that made it just like yeah. way better than anything else. Like you playing on legendary, those elites like dodge and constantly throwing grenades and you just cannot pin them down. And you're just like, Jesus, like these things are <laughs> smart. Like this is so yeah. annoying. Um, I, I think that needs to be there, but um, yeah, yeah. Agree. I, personally, I'm not super worried about story. I think I think uh, three four three has told good stories, despite what uh, people think about Halo Five campaign. Halo Four is the best campaign. The, the I'll, I'll say it every time. Halo Four is the best story, the best campaign. Oh yeah, I love. That. I don't know about that because the campaign levels are basically hallways where you shoot a bunch of forerunners. Yeah. Like they're they're they take out all like the exploration that I like in Halo games. But the story, I agree with you. Is yeah. Awesome. Well, Halo Five had great gameplay right in the campaign as a story yeah, it had good level. levels too. it did it had great level design you could find level like you can discover stuff and i i personally like the story in halo 5 i just think people are uh upset that that 343 chose a direction and they're like we're going for it like we don't <laughs> I, I i think they're brave personally but we'll see uh yeah. what they what they do with this one but yeah, either way all this news is like at the very least encouraging if you yes. are if you if you are like dan and just want to play the campaign like seeing all this like you're gonna have fun with the sandbox at the very yeah. least yeah and dan's playing on legendary when he gets it too so of course yeah, uh, too because death loop was too easy <laughs> with the engine if I, if I could talk about the engine for a little Go bit for it. the uh slip space engine when they said they were creating it yeah. they said they're going to take aspects from the blam engine they did um, in, in order, you know, to still have that Halo feel. So maybe they, I'm pretty sure they probably took the AI, if, if you love the AI, yeah. in, in like different games and, and stuff like that. And I Halo, believe sorry, three, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say the, the campaign um, does have a different set of problems because it's a day and night cycle, right? Um, it has a different lighting scenarios, like with multiplayer, it's it's probably baked lighting. With, Apparently it's campaign. open world. It's open imagine. world. Yeah. Um, so they do have like a different set of issues that they have to deal with as a team. Um, but uh, just from the feeling of that I got from the multiplayer, it, it makes me excited for, for the campaign. Um, yeah. they, they talked about how at nighttime um, there's like there might be grunts that are asleep and you can <laughs> go ahead and look at different jackals patrol and, and how they probably have like luminescent um creatures and stuff mm -hmm. that you'll you'll see at nighttime and stuff like that i'm that hasn't really been in a halo campaign before at least in the open world uh yeah. section so 100%. i think a travis and if you're talking about like what's going to be uh available for the halo campaign what you're excited for it's it's pretty pretty cool it's pretty cool what three for yeah. three is working on so they're also like confidently putting a 60 dollar price cap tag on the campaign without the multiplayer that to me yep. was just like yeah. they're like we're confident like this is going to be a good campaign so yeah yeah i was going to say going back to the code um yeah mm -hmm. they've talked about how you know one of the hardest parts of creating this engine was scraping through that old code right and making I sure because there there are things that have been in there for 20 years since ce um and that are critical to the way halo feels so i can only imagine i mean we've we've talked at length right around how long this game's been in development the engine the money all that stuff but those are the types of details that people don't think about right that have to go into it and people really don't understand how hard that is to go through an engine that's over 20 years old that is so uh critical to your game's feel and, and try to make it work within a new engine and yeah it's that's crazy work yeah 
Yeah. So it's even crazy that they use the same engine. It's just weird to think about the same engine that's in Halo One Combat Evolved. It's the same engine that's in Halo Five. I know. Yeah. Wow. You can so tell weird. if you throw a grenade in Halo Five and throw a great grenade in Combat Evolved, you can tell that's one of the things that gets carried over. Like the grenade bouncing and the way the physics work is like. Yeah is it is in every halo game and you can see it i think if they took parts of the blam engine that was one of the parts they took the way grenades bounce around because it's the same way in halo infinite yeah, yeah. Um, i think i showed that clip of, uh, i had from the first flight of just uh, a bunch of different gr- grenades uh, a <laughs> bunch of different grenade sticks and throws and stuff and i was like i would uh, that's one of the like the key parts of my game i would notice right away if something fell off about throwing grenades like it's a key yeah. part of halo um, yep. But it feels fantastic. So, uh, Dan, we've got some super chats from Mr. Pompa himself here. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. First, the $10 Pompa. <laughs> Just loving all the Halo talk. Love and excitement. It makes me happy. Any changes you hope they make on the game? Hit the like button. Hashtag free Dan's nips. <laughs> Bring that old beautiful thing back. And uh, let's just knock out the $5 one while we're at it. Yes, I'll uh, come back to the question that he asked yeah, there in a also, second. You can answer both of these questions. Also, how about or uh, how about how beautiful fragmentation is? Hashtag my God. The $5 Pompa. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, Pomp. Um, Going back to your original question of uh, this is kind of, I guess, Travis, three bit for us, obviously playing and any changes you hope they make to the game. Um, it's kind of hard to say. I think to, to you said it earlier, three bit around, you know, um, criticisms are kind of minuscule. There's very minor things that I have complaints of. Uh, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of this total control mode. Um, I get the idea behind it. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a big team version of domination, but my thing is you've got 24 players rushing to three points, which consist of 5% of the map uh, on a big team map. And it just feels like it's, it's those centralized kind of just chaos battles, but you're not really taking advantage of the map at all. Um, I really would have liked to even, I don't even care if you just copy it. It just works well. Something like battlefields conquest where you, you have this huge map, put six or seven points on it and let people, you know, do it on a timer where you let people kind of, explore the whole map you know and and therefore too when you play new matches in conquest right you may play on a map where you fight a lot of your battles at f in one match whereas the next game you'll play a lot of your battles at c and c's in a completely different area of the map so the battles are very different where this total control is like it's the same points every game it's like they start here the second round's here the second round's here and it's the same thing over and over and over and over again it just feels very flat for a big team mode in my opinion um, so I would like to see some revisions to that. I also, I'm going to be that guy. I think the AR's range is too long. Yeah. Oh, come on. What a uh, yeah, I do think. Really? I, yeah, I really do. No, I'm not saying like nerf it, nerf it. You know what I mean? Like the AR has been in some Halo games completely useless. And that's not what I'm saying. But like, Almost all of them. Yeah. And it, it's, it's really strong now and that's fine. Like it should be strong up close. But the fact that you can get hit from quite a ways away with the uh, AR, I think it's just a little too long. Like I, I like minor, minor bring bring in the range a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's all I was said. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but you, you I don't want to be grouped in because you see that with every game. Like every Halo game, everyone's like, oh, "This gun's too powerful. This gun's too powerful." And all they want to do is play with the BR the whole time. And it's like, well, no, it, for Halo to be good, in my opinion, 
yeah, you you want the sandbox and all the weapons to have a function, and and I just think the AR is a little too. It is a shame. Like I, I do get with the uh, when they start adding some of the uh, grenade equipment with, that has like the electricity. Uh, yeah, called. that was really um, weird. That means but now the plasma pistol, uh, you know, is useless. Well, not useless. You can still pop shields with it, but um, yes, that was something I loved to do in the, in the previous games. Uh, was use a plasma pistol, disable a vehicle. On vehicles, yeah. Um, I still still see people yeah. trying it, and it just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> They're like, oh, really? What? That doesn't stun vehicles? Doesn't no, not vehicles anymore. anymore. Because uh, you have the yeah. um, the shock grenades and the um, the pulse rifle, which is the not the pulse rifle, the uh, shock cannon, which um, yeah. disables them as well. Yeah, I so think they, you guys they, are crazy but... about the AR. If somebody sneaks up on you in an AR and is shooting you mid range, and you have a BR, you can turn around and win that encounter. I, I never said you could. Yeah. So what's the problem? Range is too long. I don't know how else you want me to explain this. <laughs> well, how is it too long if you can win encounters with mid-range weapons? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't win mid-range encounters. It can win mid-range encounters. Sure, it can. If you're bad, it's just, a, it's just like a, a balancing thing because you yeah. have your precision weapons mm -hmm. and then you have like your AR, which is more spread. So, I mean, it's it's just all about balancing how it feels and what feels right and what feels wrong to me uh the uh, in the other halos the ar was like was pretty much useless Not good. i would say yeah. with 343 what they're really good at is making the guns that were useless in the past making them like feel pretty good yeah i think yeah. five that's one of the things about five that's good the weapons are mostly viable like all of them you can yeah. use most of them you can use them in a way that you couldn't in prior ones yeah yeah i'm glad they made the needler power weapon that's like, Needler's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's pretty cool. Give me where's the carbine though? Come on, man. I, I want my normal there's carbine some, back. There's some weapons that I see people the carbine... posting in like their that forge mode thing, but I don't see it in the. Uh... Yeah, it's interesting because we have the boost too. You know, like in Halo Five, they have the the thrust. There apparently that's in Infinite as well, but I a pickup. It. It's a pickup. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't. I don't see it in any of the. Uh, flight test yet so. no no they haven't i wonder if they're still tuning just, it or uh, something yeah i i think the carbine aims was just it was just the dmr right it was like too similar i'm glad i kind of glad they got rid of it no they got they, rid of it because they got rid of the dmr and the carbine yeah but the, there is a essentially a dmr now yeah the commandos so, like like the, the dmr so, actually, the, the, it's, just, it's kind of a shame but, though dmr was literally my favorite weapon like I oh, like yeah. BMR over the BR. Oh, BR BR superior in every way, but yeah, I, I understand you. <laughs> but, uh, but I I think that like the I like it when each weapon has its own identity. And part of yeah. my problem with uh, Halo Four and Halo Five is there were a lot of duplicates, stuff that felt like duplicates. And the the uh, like the um, Covenant Carbine was like it felt like a lot of weapons that you know one once it felt like the dmr to me in a lot of ways so i'm kind of glad that they're just like making things feel like completely different what is that uh, like the shock rifle i got that and i was just like i don't even know what to do with this and it like, uh i did it first too but yeah i got used to it over time. it's good it, it's like it's almost like a laser gun so it can disable vehicles uh when you hit a player with it it breaks their shield if you hit them a second time it kills them so it's it's another weapon like the plasma pistol where you can quickly shoot it break a shield switch to pistol and headshot them interesting that's cool yeah i need to, i need to use that gun more so it sounds like uh plasma weapons being the thing that that disables vehicles are being replaced by these electric weapons yeah, yeah pretty much but it makes the plasma pistol to three bits like, point like useless like no one's even using it you could do the noob combo yeah you do that in arena yeah yeah that's about yeah. it but all right dan is about to fall asleep
I think. What? I have no <laughs> idea what you guys said for like literally the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move That's on from right. Halo and uh, talk about Battlefield real quick. So Battlefield Open Beta was announced. Uh, it is coming this week, actually. So the schedule is kind of weird because they put all the times out in UTC. Uh, so to convert that for you, early access is October 6th to 7th, 7 a.m. UTC, which actually is the night prior uh, for our mm-hmm. time zones, which is 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. So that's the 5th to 6th for early access. Uh, and then October 8th to 9th is open access, so open beta. Um, same thing, 7 a.m. UTC, which means night prior, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, on the 7th for that. So I did look at the details. It is the same. It's one map. It's the same map that I played in the uh, original kind of alpha. Um, All I can say is let's hope this is like a 12 months later build than that alpha because, uh, yeah, I've already mentioned many times how rough it was. So um, we'll see what comes this week. I'm not overly confident in it, especially coming off of how good Halo feels. Battlefield has a lot to live up to, Uh, but we'll see. Hopefully it's good. Yeah, it's not even really a fair comparison, though, right? Like, Halo is like a legendary game that takes like six years to come out with, and Battlefield is like an annual release game with like a very separate like set of objectives. I think like it, like it, it's just not fair to me. It's like I, I I just yeah I don't I I feel like you shouldn't even really compare them. So should we just compare Battlefield and Call of Duty from now on? You should compare about like to me like Battlefield's like a popcorn movie like. Like you're like comparing like a like a like a, a, a action movie star like a fast and furious. Uh, no, <laughs> that is an, that is an art house film. Uh, an art like, house. You, it's like you guys are comparing like a, an, a like an action film starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson with like I like a, Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah. He, first of all, he does not star in those movies. He stars in Hobbs Doesn't and he? Uh, which Doesn't I which he? I would put a spinoff. I would put that in the category of like crazy. He? Is he not the biggest star in that movie? Uh, of course not. What? He's saying Who it's is? the cars. It's the cars. The, the cars aren't even half <laughs> I real. I mean, family I is the best known <laughs> character. Everyone anyway, we're, family. We're not doing the Fast and Furious. Why not? Why today? can't this family. be the Fast no. and Furious podcast? All no, right. No. Um, but yeah, I, I just think like you're comparing like a like a like an action like a cheap action film against like that that was made in like one summer. Like they just like shot it really quick, or like a horror movie uh, compared to like this you know 10 year like james cameron you know like epic that like had a had a half a billion dollar budget and all that stuff it's just like damn i i i just i don't feel i don't feel like battlefield's getting getting fair fairly treated in this fight i I see what you're saying and actually i do agree with you battlefield is i do agree it's kind of that block it's a big blockbuster that you just play for fun because it's pure chaos Uh, i don't look to battlefield for finely tuned competitive mechanics I just don't. <laughs> we never looked at it for that. No, I mean you. Well, to Travis's point, you, you can't. It's just not that. Yeah, it's, no, a, it's, a, it's a big team, just explosion fest, which is yeah, fine. You know, it's fun for when, what it. When is. people when people look at Battlefield and go like, "Oh wow, it's really in trouble because of Halo," I'm like, "Well, I mean, yeah, but like." No, like people <laughs> playing Battlefield are not like looking at Halo and Battlefield and going like, well, they're similar products. I wonder yeah. which one I'll get. Like they're just completely different types of players. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I hope Battlefield's good because it it fills that other shooter space for me personally. That Halo, yeah. You know, it's very different to your point. Well, what's the, what's like the Venn diagram for, you know, where that crossover comes? You know, like players. I mean, Halo. I feel like is this in its own. 
category. Yeah. You know, it's like an arena shooter. There's not a lot of arena shooters left. I know Splitgate is, is trying to reach that sort of Halo feeling. Splitgate but... is the one that should be worried, in my opinion. Although that game is amazing in its own right, but I, I still think like it, they probably share a lot more in common with the Halo yeah. fan base than uh, Battlefield does. I mean, it's clear it clearly has influence, right? Yes, <laughs> clearly yeah, it has yeah. influence from Halo. But I mean, Battlefield it it, it definitely is in a, a interesting category because with Call of Duty, it's very much fast pace. You die, you get back up, and try again. It's kind of like Halo SWAT right where you just die within a few shots and it's more about um your response time with a lot of this uh different instances with a lot yeah. of the different guns but battlefield it's all, it's, also much more of an individual performance game versus kind of team very, shooting oh and, my and god so yeah. if you have a good team on battlefield then you can you can you could do something just yeah. a little bit yeah um yeah i hope that the beta for this this time around that because that was closed right if, I, if i'm not mistaken um it was a, a closed test this one's open it was also an alpha so it's it, like all of its issues are really understandable yeah uh, i'm hoping we'll um, see because it's it's open <laughs> that they're more confident that they fixed a lot of the issues yeah. that was in that but that's i don't know I'll, battlefield usually doesn't launch very well no, it doesn't. We've talked about that here. Yeah, it hasn't launched yeah, well in a very long time. Yeah, it usually doesn't launch well. They fix the issues like months and months after uh, the game. Then it starts to feel pretty good, and they, they figure out what the community wants. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's going to happen here, but we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I, I just want to at least you know jump in that tornado and then fly. Fly. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, the trailers well. Good. The trailers look really cool. Yeah, yep. for sure. Game didn't play like that. <laughs> it was an alpha. I know. I know. That's why I said I, I trust oh. me. I, I love Battlefield. I hope it's great. Uh, Bomber's in the chat now who me and him played together. So, um, yeah, we keep joking offline about, yeah, this yeah. has to be a major, major upgrade from the alpha. So it made me you... appreciate Halo more, actually. Yeah. <laughs> playing both of these back bands, playing those. call of duty and battlefield i'm like wow yeah. you can't you can't say anything about halo <laughs> i have barely had any like performance issues or i didn't yeah. like my spartans heads weren't turning into and playstation one games years it's like yeah it's, <laughs> yeah so yeah. that is true uh you know as a uh, it is a james cameron film for sure <laughs> it's way better um, than james cameron film yeah we'll see we'll see how dare you um uh dan are you um battlefield i know that's the one kind of multiplayer game you kind of dig a little bit you jumping into this gonna check it out i mean yeah I'm, I'm, i might see what it's about and oh maybe by the way uh if you're a game pass ultimate member because you have ea play you get early access so okay, anyone on game pass ultimate can play on october 5th all right. Oh, nice. I mean, that's so okay. I see. We, that's like at ten o'clock at night. It is. Uh, yeah, eight p.m. Pacific, eleven p.m. Eastern. So you can play the morning of the seventh. Yeah, or six. That's my bedtime. Um, yeah, it, it's a. Uh, I'll try it out. I mean, you know, what the hell I got to lose? You know, I mean, I that that this is the one game that I might mm -hmm. pick up and actually, you know, play a little bit of multiplayer. So um, I'd like to see what it is. I'm not super enthused. You know, so see I, the Dan, the Dan gamer, not interested yeah. in Halo, interested in Battlefield. I am interested. I'm interested into the into well, Halo. 
is different because it's like Ains has always said, it's always, it's very, you have to be very, very good there. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it than just, you know, run and shoot, you know, disperse in battlefield. I usually play a medic and I rarely shoot anybody. I mean, I, I literally run around and just throw stuff. Calling nurse Dan, calling yeah, nurse that's Dan. That's all I do, <laughs> you know, and I, I've been on the top of the leaderboards and just points by just doing that, you yeah. know, so I do like that about I heal people. Yeah. yeah, he's a Dan. Dan's the only person who plays Battlefield as a pacifist. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like, what's his face? Andrew Garfield in that movie. You know, yeah, that movie that's right. Like but... That's me. That's me running <laughs> out there, just running around, healing Except, people. Yeah. No, he doesn't kill anybody. He saves everybody. He saves that's her. what it's yeah. all about. <laughs> if Halo had that, I'd be all, I'd be all over it. Yeah, yeah. You'd be the healer, yeah. right? We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's, okay. I, I got, I got nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, it's we'll know here in a couple of days. So we'll right. be talking about it, uh, you know, at length next week. Um, we'll kind of give our feedback after everyone's played it, right? So yeah. we'll see. Ridge. That's what it is. Thanks. I just think it's so funny, all these, uh, the zero-sum games that we think exist in the games industry. Like, if there's anything I've learned, it's that, like, every game can be really successful, apparently. And there's just lots of gamers out there playing lots of games that I have no interaction with and I can't believe are still alive. And it's just like they're just out there thriving and then yeah. but then when gamers talk about it they act like it's like this ultra competitive like if you don't have every gamer you're dead you know the whole like dead game thing i i play destiny so i'm used to like hearing this argument a lot but like i saw on twitter the other day like somebody said oh halo infinite better enjoy it while it lasts because it's dead when god of war launches i'm like what? <laughs> like what like, what? like no. really yeah, like that's clearly just a playstation cloud. getting more uh, yeah, I, was, I was just like fortnite right now it's crazy yeah, yeah. You, 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 as soon as you started that, when you say, I saw on Twitter the other day, I knew it was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm just, it, it just blows my mind that it's like, I, I can't believe that, that that's a, a real thing. Like, pe Minecraft is still like one of the biggest games ever. Minecraft Live happened the other day, and yeah, it had it's, like it's still millions growing. of people. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like growing every yes. year. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just I'm always amazed at how many people there are. Because I yeah. remember mm -hmm. on, that, on the 360 days, they had to shut off servers because there weren't enough players for certain games. That's Remember true. that? Like they were just like, oh, there aren't enough players. We're gonna have to turn the server off. When's the last time you heard that happening of any <laughs> game? Like I never hear that happening in the current games, and it, it, no. it, that surprises me that there's still people logging on. Yeah, that's a good point. Rocket yeah, League is still huge. Rocket League's massive, still. yeah, yeah, and it's like been out forever. I'm just, yeah. I'm always surprised how many people. Very simple that. game too, but me and funny enough, Pampa and uh, Elu, uh, we I love we play. Game. We play every week. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I drive around yeah. in one of the Fast and Furious cars. That's probably why you're so bad at it. Bro, time and tear. Come at me. So, so am I, actually. I'm actually not, but, but yeah, I, well, I, I, I aspire. Me, me, Pompa, me, Pompa, and Elu were Diamond Two. We got the Diamond Two, and it's been uh, all downhill since. So we won't talk yeah. about that. No, I, it's like yeah, I, really I, I gave up. I uninstalled it because I kept losing. Is that one of the games on your <laughs> I can't play it list? Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I can't play it. Um, <laughs> All right, so the, the other thing I want to talk about this week is this um, kind of return of these classic titles that we've been hearing about. And, you know, we don't really kind of dabble in these nonsensical rumors that are out there everywhere. But this is reported on by a couple sources, including VGC, uh, reputable sources. So the first is separate, which is that Twisted Metal is returning. I know we talked about this previously, um, but they kind of said this week a little more info on it that Twisted Metal is returning. Uh, it's going to be made by Lucid Game Studio, who made Destruction All-Stars for PlayStation, which, you know, died a very quick mm -hmm. death, it seems. Um, and it's uh, potentially going to be a free-to-play game 
introduced by PlayStation alongside or coinciding with uh, a TV show in 2023. So um, this this just doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> None of the things I just said sound positive <laughs> in my mind. Um, yeah. Twisted Metal for me, I'm one of those guys who thinks Twisted Metal Black is the best Twisted Metal game we ever got. Part of the reason for that is that uh, you had stories, actual kind of stories behind the characters that were entering mm -hmm. this battle and why. Um, so a twist of metal return, you know, for iconic characters like Sweet Tooth, I always hoped we would see something like that where you, you know, it's obviously bigger, broader, more expansive in a modern game setting. But you would have player characters that you would play as and kind of take on that role. And I don't know if free to play kind of, you know, we'll have to see what that accomplishes. Um but regardless, you know, I'm, I'm stay open minded. I hope they do this justice um, because the last thing I would want to see is Twisted Metal finally return after all this time and if for, for it to be completely mediocre and die, you know, three months after release. You confuse me, Ains. I got to be That would be disappointing. I confused you? Confuse, you? You, Why? you confuse me in many ways. I, okay. I, you're, you, you bag on Fast and Furious and then you like Twisted Metal. I just, I can't, I can't figure out where's your bar. I don't know. Twisted Metal Black is notably better than any Fast and Furious movie. Come on. Wow. Wow, that's wrong. Why are we comparing Twisted space. Metal and Fast and Furious? What are we did, doing? Did, I'm uh, just saying, you say you're a space. car guy, you talk about the sanctity of cars and how Fast and Furious is unrealistic, and then you play uh, Twisted Metal. Come last on. Last I checked, Twisted Metal wasn't trying to represent real street racing. Give me a break. Twisted Metal is obviously is? a made-up freaking game for fun. What are you even talking so about? So is Fast and Furious. It's a made-up freaking movie for fun. That's my point. It reminds what me of uh, Saints Row. That's what fa uh, Fast and Furious reminds me of. Uh, like yeah. it started off kind of serious. They tried to be, and then got clowned because and they no. didn't hit any of it. It's because Justin nice. Lin is a genius, and he created a live-action anime with power creep, yeah. and they have to get more powerful each movie to yeah. face their opponent. It's yeah. it's actually genius. It was and Justin it was. Lin is the best, and and Tokyo um, Drift just showed drifting in all its glory. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's it's really good. It's really good. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I actually, I, I actually disagree with you on this game, which is why I wanted to give you this. I, I think, uh, I think the free-to-play model is is probably good for this for uh, the series because Twisted Metal has never really lived on very long after the game has come out and doesn't have a lot of development. And it, they've already seen this model sort of co like exist and succeed with like Rocket League. Imagine a Twisted Metal that is Rocket League that is supported over time. That instead is about making goals is about destroying each other destruction derby style yeah. but has that same components of like competitiveness and growing over time i think that could be really good for twisted metal yeah so i i actually when i heard that news was like well, i could see that but i don't know about the the show or whatever that sounds like a nightmare but like uh you know like <laughs> you know I, I think the the free-to-play model isn't necessarily knock against it so we'll see no no not not against the game itself i think it could probably thrive in that model to your point i just would like them because there were iconic characters at least at the time and remember oh, we're, yeah. going, we're going back they, a long they, time they won't do character stuff if they do it'll yeah. do it through the the show or the movie or whatever and then they'll they'll like try to tie it in or, or anything like that but i really don't care i, I think all the twisted metal characters are stupid so I, I, the game's great but the, <laughs> the, the characters are dumb Bro, sweet tooth is a classic Character. Yeah, but well, tell me something about his character with a straight face. He, oh, I, if I remember I correctly, it's been a long time, but if yeah, I remember correctly, he was a father and uh, family was killed and he became basically a psychopath. 
So it's basically um, about family, just like it's, it's family. family. It's, it's always actually about a Fast and Furious. It always goes cool. back to that. Yeah, yeah. It got it's to just, that one. It's just Fast and Furious in a in an alternative timeline. Right. Yeah, Fast and Furious yeah. in an ice cream truck. You know, simple. Perfect. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you guys play Destruction All Stars? I played it for um, about an hour. Like how I was the game? Played play? it for about thirty minutes. The, the gameplay itself, like it was smooth and it played well. It just it it, it wasn't executed. The the game itself just didn't keep you interested at all. Okay, so so replace everything about that with the, the twisted metal IP. Is it better and add some story background, I guess, to it? Does it make it any better? In your um, opinion, I've never played it, so I'm <laughs> hoping that because it's twisted metal, like. I feel like with Destruction All-Stars, All uh, they were inspired by Twisted Metal in certain ways, but they wanted to do their own, like, thing. And, and like, you can get out the cars, you can um, have this sort of, these battles where you're you're out of the car, then you jump in the car. I think maybe, this is me being very optimistic, <laughs> with them ha already having a blueprint to follow with Twisted Metal that maybe that will make it so it's pretty good. Because it played pretty great, like Ames was saying. Like, it was pretty smooth. Uh, some of the cars felt okay. Um, so I'm hoping that because they have the blueprint, it'll make it easier. But who yeah. knows? The TV show thing is interesting because we know um, the, the only uh, thing I can think about or a game that launched with a TV show, I can think of two actually, Quantum Break kind of. <laughs> right. And and then um Halo they kind of launched with uh with the Ford Spartan Locker. Ford or, or Nightfall. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about um the second one with Lock. Oh wait, was that was that the Chief Night Nightfall or was that Halo? Nightfall? Yeah, yeah. Nightfall, Nightfall was the one nobody liked. Ford yeah, Nightfall is not the good. one people liked. Yeah, Correct. I did not like Nightfall. Nightfall's but I did like uh Ford Unto Dawn for sure. Yeah. I think one of the Halo games was supposed to launch with a show, but that show is still in production hell. I don't know if it's ever going to come <laughs> it out. It looked great, though. I saw leaked images. Yeah, it's <laughs> it no, it's, uh, really it's scheduled for first quarter next year on uh, yeah, I feel like I Paramount every Plus year. now. Every no, year, like, like, like literally they've come, the production team's come out and said they're nearly wrapped filming. Like, they've been filming it. Hmm. Yeah, that's, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, <laughs> I hope I, I see that. Halo Infinite's getting delayed. I'm just kidding. Delaylo. Delaylo. And like Bomber said too, you know, like you wouldn't look forward to having to watch a TV show to get the story from the game. Which, mm. yeah, I, I just, I, I just think people yeah. should abandon all hope. Ye who enter on on uh, on Twisted Metal having a story or that even being something that they should shoot for. Yeah, just I mean, do, that do was you, the... do what you do well. Like just that's just have. I guess, Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, um, no, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, that's the the thing that sort of makes Twisted Metal kind of different, though. That it has story and it's kind of a racing game. I mean, Need for Speed sort of did it for a bit, and then they gave up with uh, Most Wanted. There, there's not a lot of racing games with like story, kind of Mortal Kombat esque uh, situations where it's like almost like a tournament, right? Yeah. Um, and at least for racing games, that's what they I did with they Twisted should. Metal Black that made it so iconic. Like yeah. that's why it was so beloved. So they should they, keep that. They dove into that. Yeah, I think they should keep that um, to some extent. I now I do agree with uh, Bomber saying that basically getting stories from elsewhere, like with Halo, that was a big problem I had with Halo actually, mm -hmm. where they had all these amazing stories um, with Master Chief, and then you put it in like like a, a little text box <laughs> or put it in uh, books 
horror movies. Or cutscene um, you have to find at a terminal in Halo yeah. 4. Like they had amazing cutscenes in the, the terminals for Halo. I'm like, put that in the game. You know, you know why? It's because nobody would watch that. Like Halo fans are so impatient. It's like <laughs> tapping like, B. Right, as, come on. Soon as, as soon as they're not shooting something, they start tapping B furiously trying to get out of the cutscene. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they're like, come on. All right, <laughs> let's get back to the game. But I love that stuff. I love that this. stuff. Like an infinite, I would love to see, like, this is my wish. Um, keeps coming back to Halo, but come on. I love Halo. Um, I would love to see Master Chief as a kid and you um, get to battle the other Spartans mm. in that game of Capture the Flag that they played in the mm. books. Like, that would be sick to me. And we'll that's... Call it Grounded. Grounded. <laughs> the huge spiders. Yeah. yeah. I was... Um, uh... I was literally looking up Sweet Tooth's history because as I said his background, I'm like, I don't know if that's right. And I'm trying to see if I had any part correct. And I it's hard. His 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 family was tragically killed due to brain freeze. So he uh <laughs> that's why he drives the ice cream truck. He's a serial so killer who uses the ice cream truck. Like we knew that, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, his yeah. actual real name is Needles Kane. Um, oh yeah, that sounds like a real name. Somebody would have be needles. Serial needles, needles, game, perfect. <laughs> but Nailed twisted, it. so twisted metal black came out in two thousand one. That's how far back we're going. It's twenty years old. I was old in already. sixth grade. Mm. Somebody <laughs> asked if I was alive when twisted metal black came out. I it was. I played the game. I was in sixth grade. <laughs> I think I played it on the PlayStation One, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. But that I don't PS2 know. for me. Uh, Twisted Metal Black was PS2. Uh, yeah. Twisted Metal 1 through 3 or 4 was PS1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. All right. Um, last thing I wanted to touch on, too, uh, these other games. So, Twisted Metal was one, and then VGC also had a report that, uh, yes, Konami is returning to game development. Um, and that includes Metal Gear Solid, Silent Hill, and Castlevania. So, apparently, the first game that will be coming from them is a Castlevania game, supposedly a reimagining of the series. And what the uh, kind of conversation from the sources said is that Konami, you know, obviously has been away from kind of the games industry for a little while. They took a few chances with Metal Gear Survive. They saw basically, you know, they failed with their past couple of releases from a, you know, a profitability standpoint. And now they are more open to working with Western development studios or outsourcing to studios to develop their IPs. So, they're saying Castlevania is in development. It's a reimagining of the series. Metal Gear Solid is returning, though it's not Blue Point like people kind of rumored or speculated. Um, it's actually going to be made by a studio called Virtuos, um, who have it's done be things. Platform too, because all the Metal Gears have in the past, right? The recent ones. Uh, I guess, yeah. It depends on who publishes, right? I guess if Konami's publishing themselves or not, they don't say. But it says that Virtuos has worked on uh, Dark Souls Remastered port, Outer Worlds port. Bioshock collection, a lot of ports basically, and contributing content to big games like uh, Battlefield 1, Uncharted 4, and Horizon. Um, and it's not going to be Metal Gear Solid 1, it's going to be Metal Gear Solid 3 that they're remaking. Um, mm. Don't really know why. And then lastly, they said that multiple Silent Hill games are in development, uh, including one that is being done by a major Western developer. They didn't, Hell no yeah. speculation on who. So, who knows? But, um, I guess for me, you know, I'm I'm not a big Metal Gear Solid fan, though. I know obviously tons of people are, but Castlevania and Silent Hill definitely interest me greatly. These are three iconic IPs, right? So it's it's I think for years many of us have said now, what the hell's Konami mm -hmm. doing? Kind of frustrated that mm -hmm. these IPs were left in the dust and no one was making them. So it's kind of great to hear 
you know, assuming this is reliable, of course, that these games are going to be coming back, and I just hope they're done well. The answer is that yeah. they've been working on those pachinko machines. I know, man. They do yeah, uh, casino machines doing. and slot yeah, machines. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I you honestly said- think they should just sell off their properties. I don't know if they... I mean, even what they're doing right now, the strategy of outsourcing it, I feel like they should probably just get rid of their IPs and, and exit if 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 that if their business is like 90% pachinko machines now. Uh, although they do use their properties for the pachinko machines. So, you know, you got to have that Castlevania pachinko. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm interested to see how this works out. I, I uh, obviously those IPs are really adored and... Castlevania has lived like nine lives because it, it yes. just gets reimagined every couple of decades. But I do think, you know, like Lords of Shadow, that was sort of like a, a like a reimagining mm-hmm. of Castlevania. And yeah. that was an awesome uh, game until the second one, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to see what, what they do with it. But um, I'm with you, Ains. Like the, most of these properties have never really like all the way clicked with me. Like I played all the Metal Gears. I loved mm-hmm. five. Um, I liked five. I, I I don't understand why a whale was on fire in the beginning. I just I, I you ever feel like you're too stupid to understand something? <laughs> so like it's sometimes I play Kojima games and I'm like, wow, am I just dumb? Like I go to a museum and I look at a painting and I'm like, I mean, this seems good, but I don't know enough about <laughs> oils to really like. I, I was in I was in Italy once and I pointed at a painting. I was like, I like this one. And then the uh, the museum director was nearby, and he was like, "Oh, that was done by a college student last week." And I was like, "Cool, all right, I'm gonna leave now. I'm just gonna go walk away out into the woods. I don't know what the I I just yeah I, I think I think some of the Kojima games I just feel like are above my head or or just nonsense, and maybe I'm just uh, maybe I'm I'm being harsh on myself, but uh, yeah I I I, I, I even Silent Hill and uh, Castlevania I've played some of them. I like some of them, but they're not like. I, I didn't miss them basically, I guess is what okay. I'm saying. Like I didn't, I didn't really miss any of them, but I'm, I'm interested to see how they get reimagined. You mentioned the guy on fire. So I, I actually played the beginning of metal gear solid five for a series on our channel a few years back. And like, you get to that point and like, you know, you're, everything's kind of normal. And then all of a sudden, like guy shows up on a flying horse and he's like on fire and then like sends to the sky. And I'm like, I look it around like, what the hell is going the on? The whale. Like, Don't forget the whale. Yeah, I was like, I was yeah. like, all right. We already went full Kojima. And then, of course, it says, you know, directed by, produced by, written by, you know, drawn by, created by <laughs> Kojima, just over and over and over again. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. So, oh, but, you, that's as far as you got in Metal Gear no, Solid. No, I, 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 I played the first few missions and stuff, but it, okay. it just didn't do anything for me. I liked Metal Gear Solid 4, actually. Um, but that was also kind is of that the, the one with the really long cutscene. Yes, only on the PS3 games. still. PS3, yeah, I have PS3. that bundle. I have the MGS4 PS3 bundle still. Yeah, um, that game but, was weird. But yeah, I've never been a huge fan. But anyway, um, back to the original point, right? These are three beloved IPs. So, um, Dan, three. But I don't know if you have anything kind of you're looking forward to on these or anything you'd like <laughs> to see. So it was is is Metal Gear Solid Three? Like That's Snake Eater. Snake Eater. That's the rumor. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of, you know, when you go and kind of look into like the Metal Gear series, that's one of the, the, the hardcore fans love that game. And, and it's, it's, it, I think it did really well as far as like critically. It did. Uh, too. They um, all did. But yeah. And uh, I don't think it sold quite as much, but mm-hmm. with, you know, that's, I'm interested in that one. Uh, Castlevania is, you know, I like those games when they were on Nintendo, but I really haven't played them since. So you didn't play you know, Lords I, of Shadow? I didn't play no. 
Yeah. Really I've heard really good movie. things about that first one. Yeah, Lords, of, Lords, of Shadow, Lords of Shadow is like a, probably like top 30 game for me. Like that that game was amazing. And I and I was one of the people who never really clicked with me, the Castlevania games. I played that yeah. one. I was like, dude, I am all in. And then they somehow <laughs> screwed it up with two. Two is like dog water, dude. It's like <laughs> not good at all, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, the, the mm. first one's really great. Nice. nice. Yeah, but in the Silent Hill, you know, you know, those games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shouldn't even ask you about that one. Yeah. Hard pass. Oh yeah, I forgot you're you're a scaredy boy. Big puss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't go there, but yeah, I love it. I have no problem. Own it. Own it. You got the casual shirt. Now you just need to put like a frame Absolutely. underneath that. Yeah. Nope. Never cared what a single person has thought about me. Still don't. <laughs> love that. Giant, giant puss. <laughs> yeah. I wear a suit every day so I can relate with not caring what people think about me. Yeah. Oh. What do you think, man? Anything to add here? Um, so is it um Virtuous who who's doing it for Metal Gear 3? Yes. Okay. So they have done um different productions for, for different games. Like uh they worked uh did some level design for Tomb Raider um uh, Rising, I think. Um okay. They have done some work with Outer Worlds and Batman Arkham City. Mm-hmm. So they, they are very much a support studio for a lot of bigger studios. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing why they're doing three. And this is just my theory. I don't, I don't know if this is true. Um, they um, Konami did all the cutscenes from Metal Gear Solid 3 on pachinko machines recently. Like they remade all of the Metal Gear really? Solid 3 cutscenes but it looks nice you know it looks a lot better than the ps3 uh, at the time um looks a lot nicer i think it's ps2 i thought didn't it metal gear Solid 3 anyway go ahead go ahead yeah i think it might have been ps2 actually um they redid all those cutscenes, but it was uh on pachinko machines and that made some people really <laughs> mad because you're like you're remaking the game we all want to be remade but you're putting it on a pachinko machine um, so I'm thinking they could take some of those assets that they already built for those pachinko machines because it did look really good, um, and they already have the assets there. So why not just rebuild? Um, so virtuous is a support studio to a pachinko manufacturer. Is what you're telling me? That's <laughs> Maybe that's, that's what my they're theory. supporting right now. That's my Dude, theory. that is crazy. They're doing it for synergy or to make the fans shut up about the whole pachinko thing. Like it's like Maybe. one of those two, right? Like, <laughs> that's nuts. I had no idea about that. I'm definitely googling this for like three yeah. hours yeah because <laughs> konami what else have they made besides uh survive recently right so it does make sense that they would want to start partnering with different studios yeah. um um if that is still their interest as, as far as i'm concerned their big the, the reason why they they stopped doing um different games was mm-hmm. because they felt like the cost of development to actually producing the game wasn't enough for them and that's why they started getting into casino uh, and casino games. Yeah. So I'm wondering what changed between them, uh, between that decision and yeah, <laughs> probably you know. the uh, the amount of money the video game industry is starting to to make. Yeah. I mean, they, and, and just, those numbers. Yeah. yeah, and just you know, you can take even less than ten years, less last five years, it's almost doubled. Well, also, um, yeah. they're they're not they're not making the games themselves, right? They're outsourcing it. They're just saying yeah. like, "Hey, it's our IP. You make a game with this, right?" Yeah, and that, that's smart because they can keep doing that, right, and make yeah. money that way. And then they are Low not risk, developing repeatable. it. Yeah, um, they're just 
like, hey, um, we make money from you making our game. Exactly. Is, yeah. Because they have the smart. power of the IP. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and now, guess what? Kojima, um, yes, they kicked him out, but he was working under Konami. Um, and now he has his own production studio. So if they do license it to him, he has to make it, <laughs> <laughs> you know, on his own. Um, uh, I would say that I really hope Konami doesn't drop the ball with these uh, games, but yeah. yep. they are in the pachinko business. So maybe that's what they want. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Drop the coin. <laughs> um, um, part of this report or kind of circulating too is that, yes, uh, I think we all know that Kojima is working on a game with Xbox and apparently it is a hmm. very well-known IP is all that was said. Yes. So who knows um, if, well, if be- it is Connor, I mean, that was just an example, but um, yeah, I, I do think with the rumors with uh, Kojima and Xbox are interesting because it keeps revolving around the cloud and that's why mm-hmm. he wants to partner with them. And we do know with um, what he did with Death Stranding was very much experimental in a lot of ways of how you can connect with people. That was like the theme of the game. Yeah. Like how can you connect with other people um, when no one's there? And, I thought the theme of the game was how much monster energy can you put? Well, that too. Game? That was okay. the second. That, that was an award. That, that was the second theme. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's why they liked it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Um, but yeah, I, I I am a fan of the Metal Gear uh, Solid franchise. When I try to s- explain the story to people, it feels like Kingdom Hearts, where it's just oh my god, it's hard. It's, it's yeah. very um, like you have to explain to people that m- the guy in Metal Gear Solid One Snake is not the same Snake that's in Metal Gear Solid Five. Liquid. And, it's liquid snake and solid snake and yeah it's a mess there um but uh in terms of like castlevania and when they're rebooting it again i'm guessing they're probably going to be inspired by the netflix uh edition oh of, yeah could be. probably of, yeah uh, castlevania because that was amazing amazing anime amazing yes. show you guys should go see it so good um there you go another show you have to watch don't miss it <laughs> yeah or i'll hit you yeah yeah yeah, violence. Um, Castlevania. Yeah, um, I think that's where they're going with that. And uh, what was it? Silent Hill. Was that the other? Yes. Um, Two, game? Multiple games. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's interesting because Konami. What's what's going on with that? I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess we'll, know. we'll see. I, yeah, I, think it's we'll... A, I think it's another one of those probably like cross pollination things, right? It has to do something mm-hmm. with Pachinko or their movies because Silent Hill has been probably more successful in those movies than in games. <laughs> My <laughs> wife was watching the first one the other day. I mean, movies make a lot of money, dude. I, I honestly yeah. think that might be it. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. I don't know. I know the movies helped me. Did It did help me understand the story um, <laughs> for the games, actually. So it did, it did that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, it, I just think it's exciting. It's always nice to see kind of these big uh, beloved IPs return. Um, I just think we all hope they need to return in the right way. Like if they come back mm-hmm. and they're handled by a, a third rate studio that does a terrible job where it's going to be worse than them not returning. So <laughs> we'll see. But yeah. all right. Um, I think that was our last kind of big thing we we're going to talk about today. I just want to remind people, this is that crazy week of the year coming up where we have uh, to, you know, Travis, like I said, the Smash Brothers killer Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl here, uh, October 5th on Tuesday. Uh, Far Cry 6 launches October 7th on Thursday. Metroid Dread launches on Friday. And Back for Blood launches uh, on the 12th, the following Tuesday. Wow, I forgot about that game. That's A lot of big games coming this next uh, week, week and a half. Well, it's back three bit. It's back, yeah. For Blood. For Blood. (laughs) You're killing me. 
Kellen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of reviews on the site, and like I said, stay tuned for Far Cry Six coverage this week and uh, and my review. Um, we're talking about doing a Halo roundtable this week to kind of uh, circulate our final, you know, kind of a big group thoughts on the um, on the big team battle and and kind of the flights as a whole. Uh, and then, yes, I'm recording with Colin uh, Moriarty on Friday, but I don't think it gets published on Friday. It's not live. So I think it gets published the following week. So, well, you will see how that goes. That was an interesting turn of events. Good luck. Uh, yeah, I know. That was interesting. So we'll see how that goes. I literally didn't know who he was until I What? I had no idea. He's um, like infamous. I know. He's like one of the most well-known people in the gaming space. Yeah, he really but, is. No yeah, besides uh, Jeff Keeley. Yeah. yeah, Jeff Keeley, Greg Miller. Yeah. Greg Miller's Greg probably Miller. a little bigger. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so it's going to be a fun week, like, like I said. Um, three bit, man. Thanks for coming out, dude. Uh, absolute pleasure having you on. Um, love the Halo chatter. Love your insight into things. So uh, thanks for coming out. We'll have to do it again sometime. For sure, man. Uh, uh, pleasure. Yeah. Um, where can, where can people, people find you, you man? Yeah. Um, so my Twitter is i3bit. Uh, everyone can follow me on there. Lately, I've just been p- posting like Halo clips, but <laughs> um, yeah, just, just uh-huh. every day. Subscribe. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do post my animation work from time to time um, that you guys can see on there. Um, different renders I'm working on uh, from different games I'm working on. Um, so you can check me out on Twitter. That's where I'm most active. Uh, I'm on different shows as well. Xbox Ultimate every Friday. And then Xbox Factor every Tuesday with Mr. Boomstick and the crew. Um, other than that, my YouTube channel is the Video Games HD. Um, I'm post- going to be posting more animation stuff. That's just cool. that's just what I do. Um, so I'm trying to show people what I do a little bit more. But I, I also love mm-hmm. podcasting and being in this community and just talking games sometimes. So you'll see either me talking about games or me animating for the most part. So it's been a pleasure. Uh, being on the show with you guys, Travis, Eight, Ains, um, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, uh, and I'll see you guys in the next one. All right, thanks, brother. Thank Travis, you. anything to call up? Yeah, uh, you can uh, find my articles, reviews, and previews on IGN.com. Uh, I just did a preview last week of Dread Hunger and a review of. I can't remember what the review was. Was it World War Z Aftermath? Maybe was my most Ooh, recent one. I wanted to try. That I, I review. Yeah, I reviewed like three games like back to back to back and then was doing previews in between those. And then I have a uh, an unannounced uh, preview that's going to go live, I think, on Wednesday um, that I've got to write today, actually. Uh, so that's definitely my to-do list when I'm not playing Halo. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Travis if you want to hear me talk about video games, Destiny, Fast and Furious, and Star Wars, uh, and also uh, dunk on Ains uh, publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, other than that, you can find me here Sundays at uh, 8 a.m pacific I, I don't know if we have any pacific viewers but that's where i'm at and uh <laughs> you can also uh find me every uh thursday uh at 4 p.m pacific uh on a destiny podcast i do called the last word if you play destiny or if you don't play destiny and just have a really weird uh instinct to to watch other people fight about something <laughs> just by just the way did you, did you make progress on the competitive pvp thing yet Oh no, I'm getting destroyed online. Nobody agrees with me. I I, I, I just, I can't, I, I think there's going to be this Friday. We have a guest, Tom Warren, who uh, yeah. is an Xbox guy. 
Um, I, I'm pretty sure he's on uh, the side of everyone else who thinks that Destiny sh does not need more uh, competitive options or a competitive end game. Well, you uh, can tell him he's wrong too. I will tell them all that they're wrong because I'm right as usual, minority, and I'm right. Uh, but that, that's just the life I—that's the space I occupy. Uh, yeah, that is that is my uh, my my bleak uh, Twitter following uh, is is probably part partially for that reason. Um, but yeah, uh, that's where you can find me. And uh, as always, thanks for uh, being on the show. Three bit, you're you're awesome. Great guest. Excellent, Dan, Mr. Casual, Battlefield this week. We'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll jump on there. Uh, yeah, check out my Kena review. Yes. That I put up there. I, What'd you give it? An eight. Wrong. I got the eight down there. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was teetering. I mean, there was it was a lot of stuff. I, I kind of gave them a little bit of credit just for, you know, being it's their first game out. They did a pretty good job. Yeah. But I, I figured you would love it. So it's, yeah. it's pretty good. I, I, I have to say it's pretty good. Yeah. That's it. So. But yeah, that's where you can find me. Very good. Yeah. All right, guys. Chat, thank you so much. Anyone listening later, thank you so much as always. Appreciate you. Uh, that was BitCast 173. And as mm -hmm. always, we will see you next week. Peace. Thanks.